Hey everybody. Um, we just had a pre-stream thing. I had to ban Robo. Anyway, hey everybody, how you doing? It's Monday. Hopefully you had a good one. Uh, we're gonna get started. That's how we do it. We just, you know, there's. I wish there was one time where I remember how to do this, how to open a show and casual. do all it's the just things. Casual. <laughs> it's just casual. It's just whatever. We're here. Let's let's get it going. Okay. Hey, this is Featherfall Tabletop. You're watching Candlekeep Mysteries. This is episode Adventure Four. These aren't really episodes. Adventure number four, the deep and creeping darkness. But we're gonna get into that here in a second. Let me get through some housekeeping stuff and then some character introductions. And then we'll get into that story. Uh this Featherfall Tabletop, like I said, we have a couple sponsors. One of those is gonna be Found Familiar Coffee. You can check them out. There's going to be a link in the chat here in just a second. Check them out. Use our uh, URL there and save yourself 10% on checkout. Tons of great coffee. I got some swag in there. You know, uh, tons of good stuff. So check them out. Great uh, community members. Uh, found familiar coffee. Second would be Skull Splitter Dice. Use this checkout. Use code Featherfall at checkout to get yourself some dice. They also have... Uh, like a subscription box, they have blind bags, they got all that good stuff, but they also do guides. I was watching the, the Orcus guide today, how to, how to uh, play Orcus, how to uh, have them uh, Orcus, uh, you know, scare your, your party with Orcus. I'm going to say Orcus one more time because it's fun. Uh, but yeah, so they also do those how-to guides, so check them out for all that stuff. Last one being... Roll20. Roll20.net. This is how we roll. Uh, use them for all your virtual tabletop needs. I think Billy says there's like 9 billion users in Roll20. So I'll, I'll stick to those numbers. They seem legit. Click your token first is the Featherfall uh, motto. I, think. I Google those numbers, so they are legit. Yeah, yeah. We did a quick Google search, a quick scan, cursory glance of the internets, and found that 9 billion is correct. But in all seriousness, Great virtual tabletop, uh, roll20.net. This is how we roll. All right. Let's get into some character introductions, I think. That's next on the agenda here. So this is episode four. I said it wasn't episodes, and I just adventure four, the deep and creeping darkness. We have some new faces here for this adventure. We got a couple returning. Some you may have seen last Thursday. McMastodon. Uh, they survived through the Shadowfell and made it back. So he's back and ready to go. Uh, I'm going to start with Gentendo. You're in the top right on my screen on, uh, on Twitch. So introduce okay. yourself, where to find you on the internet, and a little bit about your character. Okay, hi. My name is Jen, otherwise known as Gentendo. You can find me on Twitch. I play Animal Crossing in the morning, but actually it's all a front for me playing my automaton to various pop songs, ruining those and making the artists, if they are deceased, turn in their graves. And if they're not, it's like a like a pre-seed for turning in your grave. Um, I also have been pouring dice in the mornings, which has been really fun. So I go through my process of how to pour dice and resin cast dice. So that's been awesome. Uh, and uh, for today, uh, I am playing Jambard Jovi, uh, who is a satyr bard. Uh, the College of Eloquence. So I'm looking forward to pumping people up and using a silver tongue to get myself out of trouble or maybe get us all into more trouble. That's me. <laughs> awesome. 
Uh, I'm going to pause character introductions because Terror Billy Jean reminded me that we're doing something on the channel, and that is donations. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you for donating $10 here to start off the stream. We are... The donations do a couple things. One, less of that money goes into the Bezos pocket, which is good for everybody else, I think. Um, so what we're doing with those ultimately is half of those donations are going to the ASPCA. 80% of the, the money that they collect goes directly to helping the animals. Uh, so that's where it's going. So any donations that you do make, half of that, know that half of that is going to help out uh, some of those animals that need it. Um, and then the other half goes right back into the channel, um, making things bigger, better, badder, badder in a good way for uh, for the streams. So, and we really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Tara Billie Jean. Uh, <laughs> can I make a donation Wednesday? Oh, thank you. Wednesday's the name of my dog. Oh. Okay, perfect. I, I, you know, I thought it was a misspelling. I was like, Wednesday's game? Yeah, sure, you could do that for Wednesday's game. But <laughs> Wednesday's name. I, uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, thank you again for the reminder and the donation. Um, with that, there are different types of donations. One is going to be a $2 donation, random small effects that are going to kind of affect one person. $5 effects, a little bigger. And then the, the $20 effects are going to be a huge, huger game-changing one. So with this uh, $10, I think we'll, we'll split it down into two fives, two five uh, rolls, okay? Um, so there we go. All right, let's get back to um, introductions. Friendin, we're moving down on the screen there. Friendin, go ahead and uh, tell us a little about yourself and your character. Well, now that we have our Bezos covered, uh, I'll be <laughs> playing Snartstar, a bugbear barbarian, a bugbarian, if you will. And uh, I am friending. I draw tabletop on Twitch pretty much every day of the week. And my entire character motiv motivation is just to get a dowry for my bugbear lady. That's all he's here for. Earning coin, go back to the Gabo village and uh, prove his worth. I love it. And I'm here for it. Moving down the screen again, one more time. Robo, where can we oh. find you? Tell us about your character. Yeah, uh, I am Robo. I am a moderator here at Featherfall Tabletop. Um, I don't really do anything other than mod, but I'm on all social medias as Robo Reagan. Um, tonight, I am playing Arthur, who is a Circle of the Spores druid. Um, he's a super emaciated kind of wood elf, um, despite eating a ton. And that's because he has uh, a... A, like a symbiote, symbiote kind of uh, fungus living inside of him that he doesn't really know about. Uh, so he blacks out a lot. Um, he's very timid, except when the fungus is in control. And uh, yeah, you might see some uh, fun uh, spores, mushroomy stuff going on there. Awesome. Oh, I guess he's at uh, oh he's at Candlekeep, trying to uh, track down this mysterious fungus that he hears that takes over people. But he doesn't realize that it's already inside of him. So he's there looking for uh, any information on this mysterious fungus that he's trying to look for. But yeah, uh, yeah right inside. And that just so. it just really opens the door for a lot of puns. Um, yeah. No, I um I had to restrain guys. myself several times. Yeah, these are the yeah. pun masters. Right not here. not during introductions. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, let's move over to the other side of the screen. Mick Mastodon, uh, welcome back. Tell us about yourself a little bit about your character. Yeah, hey, I'm McMastodon. Uh, not doing much online these days, but I am on Twitter, at McMastodon. Uh, I'm pretty new at this. This is my third adventure here in Candlekeep. It's my third adventure ever. 
and I'm bringing back Brent. It's he's it's his uh, three fur so far in <laughs> Candlekeep. He missed the second one. Uh, he is a, a monk, a, a Minotaur monk, and uh, <laughs> it's um, the only character I've ever played. I don't know what a bugbear is. I don't know a lot of stuff. Um, so <laughs> so I'll have to That's figure great. out what my party He's gonna have to figure out what his party is um, yeah. as we go along, uh, but yeah, he's he kind of spent his whole life or his whole adult life in the monastery, learning to be a monk, and kind of started having a midlife crisis. Thought he needs to get out, have some adventures, uh, but he's not a particularly brave individual, especially when it comes to cats. So, <laughs> right. see how it goes. That's right. The cats, um, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> So I am the only DM that McMastodon has ever had. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh. <laughs> You're the worst oh, one ever had. Oh, yeah, no. the worst, the best, all of them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the best of the DMs and the worst of the DMs. All right, lastly, uh, but not leastly, uh, Jason, tell us about yourself. Tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me nowhere because I don't really, uh, other than dog pictures on Instagram, <laughs> there's not much to see. Uh and I'm playing Claire Windstriker. She, um, I modeled her off of Durante from Farscape, the grandma character in the later seasons. So if you know who that is, you're awesome because <laughs> you've watched Farscape. Um, and if you, but basically she's kind of a Robin Hood. She takes what she needs to give to others. Um, and she's kind of rude and sassy, but she has a good heart that she doesn't really want people to know. Awesome. Um, and why she's in this game, for fun and adventure. <laughs> That's how it always starts. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. Thank you all for um, being here tonight. Let's uh, let me get my notes here. Let's let's figure out why you are here and what you're doing because you're not actually in Candlekeep to start the game out. We're gonna kind of fast travel through a little bit that of that, but um, one of the the uh, the great readers at Candlekeep, uh, Feminor Scrivenbark, tasked all of you to legitimize some claims uh, found in, in some of these books, written in a very folklore, mythic manner, and they're wanting you to legitimize and maybe make this more of a history book and less of a folk tale. Um, or confirm. Either one. But want you to... Uh, confirm or deny that any of the disappearances that were happening in this far off mountain town of Vermilion. So that is where you are headed and you've been tasked with this. You've all accepted it. There's no turning back now and you've all headed there and you've been given um, some basic instructions to start in a little place called Marin, which is a few days outside of Vermilion, but it is the closest kind of um, settlement to where Vermilion might be. Um, some information can be found there. They said some of the people written, uh, written in the books, some of the people from Vermilion escaped to Marin. So there may be some points of contact there that can uh, lend you some information and make things a little easier on your trek into the mountains, uh, to the mountain town of Vermilion. So that is where we are going to pick up. You are at the outskirts of this town of Marin. It is later in the evening. 
what we would think of being dinner time. Um, very uh, sun is setting, kind of an overcast day, but there are some sun breaks that uh, uh, catch your eye every now and then. And you are heading to this, um, to Marin, which is the best stopover before taking that trip into the mountains. Uh, it's the last bastion of civilization before that, the, the climbing of the peaks. Not really a city, uh, but still... As you're approaching it, it's it's rather bustling for the size that you can kind of, uh, at a quick glance, you can tell this, uh, the size of this um, this uh, settlement is. So there are some shops, some taverns, some other little establishments. Open air market, kind of in the center, um, but it's kind of that open air market is kind of winding down. You can see a few vendors still trying to make some last minute sales. You see some people kind of bustling back to their places or, or going out to eat. Uh, those kind of things. So, with that, how do you want to proceed? What time of day is it? Uh, it's later in the evening, uh, getting close okay. to dinner time. Uh, Tara Billigine, thank Great, you for the okay. D4. Uh, so we have we have a reroll and we have a D four out there for the party okay. uh, when we when we are going to need it. Oh, I roll so perfectly all the time. I'll definitely <laughs> not need that ever, Taylor. I would probably say since it's you know it's about time for us to eat, we should head on in because I'm also interested in finding the place where I can play music in the town to maybe make a little bit of coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think if we traveled all this time too, Arthur's stomach would be rumbling right now because uh, he's. He needs some meat and food, so. Okay. Um, so Jam and Arthur, go ahead and give me a D100 roll, both of you. Ooh. It's fancy in that we're trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You were the fir- first D100. two to speak up, so we're going to get some of these rolls uh, going um, from the donation from Terra Billy Jean. Yeah. So for iPod Land, I rolled a five out of 100. Five? I rolled a 46. And a 46. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> we're dead all right re-roll before we get the yeah yes it says here roll new characters <laughs> yeah it's um, just instant death is that a thing um <laughs> so oh taylor actually gets to take someone's seat in the game string yeah oh that that would be a great actually <laughs> that'd be kind of cool um yeah. but so jam as you're 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 making your way into and looking for that the place to eat you see that your your skin uh how much of your like your arm is exposed are you wearing short sleeves long sleeves yeah i'm probably wearing like a like a this is concerning i'm wearing <laughs> like probably just like a tank top like something loose fitting for the long travel on the road with maybe like a cape okay because why not yeah it starts to you're seeing like what would be stage lights at a rock show start to light up in in like different splotches on your skin and they're like it's almost like a not a kaleidoscope but just this rotating yellow and purple light that is just starting to cover your arms is it like is it like blasting out from my yeah, arms? Yeah, it's like, like a disco it's like, ball at this it's point. It's like a ray of light, kind of filling that the overcast sky, kind of like oh, the no, like a good. bat signal almost, just and and it's moving rather rapidly around your skin. Uh, 
Okay. You know, Jam, first time going to place to uh, see you play. Uh, do you always have these kind of light shows with your performance? I pull out. I pull out my. Um... I pull up my lute and start playing like the lute version of Dancing Queen and like spin around in a circle because who doesn't love ABBA? Um, yeah. Yeah. So as you start playing that, I need everybody to make a... Dude, it's getting rough quick. Uh, I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> are these, dazzling... Thank are these you. dazzling lights? Mind <laughs> control. Um, not... There's there's no effect other than they are they are seen. Okay. I am rolling so hot. Oh my god, a two. Yeah, let us oh. know when you want the number. Oh. Uh, yeah, so we have an eight, we have an 11, we have a seven, we have a 14. Yeah. Who are we missing? I don't, um, do I have to roll yeah, for myself? Yeah, everybody. What? Okay. <laughs> Your music right. is that powerful. Today, Jam became a woman. <laughs> I'm sure I have everything in here. Wait. Ooh. Oh god. You, you all failed. This is rough. <laughs> I, this end, is rough. Um, end of the module. As you start, as you start playing your instrument, mm -hmm. you all hear this thunderous yet celestial yet angelic sound coming into your ears. And it's playing and you all go deaf. It just it just stops, and you all go deaf. Thunderous, angelic, celestial. Is this Bjork? Is this D and D Bjork? <laughs> yes, definitely Bjork. God. So you're all deafened okay. for the moment. Standing on the outskirts of this town, uh, jam a little little step away, still popping off with yellow and purple light. Do I think these things are connected? Do I think the lights on my skin are connected to to going deaf? There was a, there was a, a a couple breaths in between each. Um, oh, okay. In when it first started, and you seeing that it was happening, and then saying, "Okay, I'm going to play to this." Uh, so mm -hmm. there was a, there was a, a progression there. Um, mm -hmm. You can give me just a straight like um, intelligence check. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> uh, from what you can tell, I don't know why I'm rolling everything with advantage. I'm sorry. No, that, no, no that's fine. Going on. <laughs> we'll, we'll take the first roll as the uh, yeah the normal roll. <laughs> so with a twelve, you you know that there was enough space in between that it's probably not related. <laughs> mm. The chat's calling for y'all to mute yourself and. <laughs> actually mute yourself um, i'm sorry i can't hear you chat i'm deafened muting discord um, now <laughs> you see a couple people out in front of you and in, in some of the cross streets have stopped and kind of looking at this show that's taking place you are you still playing your music even while deafened yeah all right give me a performance <laughs> check with disadvantage okay. because you are now um because <laughs> you are now deafened a yeah. performance check with let me see i want to make sure that i've got my i've got everything updated okay my performance is not updated in the the sheet so i'm rolling at bed bath and beyond um so i'll roll twice my first is a uh oh my first is a nat 20 <laughs> but <laughs> but at disadvantage my second is a 16 so i got okay. a 21 you're you're playing a you song know you know like. you're playing a song you know well enough 
-hmm. that you're going by just pure repetition muscle memory and less of that ear. So you're going to play something for us? Uh, so, so Arthur, even though Arthur can't hear, he's uh he's nodding along as if he can because he's too scared to to kind of say that he can't hear anything and have her think it's that he's uh you know not listening. So he's like, mm -hmm. he's like he's kind of jamming along, like deaf, so he won't uh, let anyone know. <laughs> All right, how's um how's Claire uh handling this situation? Uh, Claire is trying to look around to see if someone's trying to attack us. <laughs> That's a good good um yeah. Give me a perception check. Six. <laughs> uh, yeah, in this in this um, kind of jarring of some of your senses, you're kind of discombobulated a little bit and trying to figure things out. You're you're not seeing much out past your uh, your party, and you see some of the people stopping, and you, they do catch your eye for a little bit as in a possible threat, but they move on after they see that you aren't really a threat. Uh, but nobody nobody's catching your eyes. Um, Brent, how are you handling this, uh, the state? Brent is, Brent is freaking out. He is uh, <laughs> banging on his ears, smacking his head against the nearest post on the, on the side of a stable. And, uh, and he's, uh, looking around to see if, if the deaf, he, he, well, he's looking to see who's been affected by the deafness. If it's just our party or if it's like other people in the town that were, that were an earshot of the music. Um, do you want to ask somebody in the town? I mean, you can see the rest of your party kind of acting in this way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. There, there is so a like stop the nearest. Yeah. The nearest bystander and be like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Why are you yelling? Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. You're yelling at me and he's looking you straight in the eyes. All right, so Brent sees his lips moving and realizes that <laughs> <laughs> that he can't hear him. And um, he starts, like, nodding his head. Yeah. And then just like that, Brent in mid-yell, can you hear me? You all get your hearing back. Comes I'm back. so disappointed. <laughs> I, I thought everyone was just being quiet for a change. I was so disappointed. No. That that thunderous angelic sound, gone. Oh, yeah. Jam. If you're still playing, you you're still getting pieces of that. You hear Brent yelling and this person saying, "Yes, I can hear you. Are you okay? You? No. Can you hear me?" <laughs> he said. <laughs> no, that was scary. <laughs> well, so you can. You're answering my question, but you can't hear me. Well, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't two minutes ago. Thought we were having what's, a breakdown in communication here. What's the arm situation still, right now? Still. Is anyone like? Is this person weirded out by me uh, playing it, music and it, like sparkling? Like, or dealing with Brent? Show. But as that conversation starts to wind down, he is like catching his eyes over to you. Is that part of the show? And he's still like speaking loudly and slow, like as in you couldn't hear. Yes, it is. Wow. Where might I? Where might I gather a crowd? Yeah, so that I may earn coin. The bored weasel. Board weasel. He's gonna want to go to the bored weasel. 
There's a little stage in there. Maybe you can uh, set up there. Just um, maybe give Lucas a tip before you set up. And not like... Thank you. Tip as in money. <laughs> okay. Not like a tip like, hey. Yeah. Don't don't go deaf out right outside of town because it's not a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. But something weird happened to me. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like, does that happen to people when they're about to come into your town that they just go deaf for a while? Is that like been happening around the town, or is this just a a random big event, a big effect that has happened? <laughs> it, I... Someone perchance donate to the town uh, about five dollars <laughs> worth of gold. <laughs> I don't. I'm fine. Oh, okay, good. You're seem to be fine now, except for your lights. The rest of you are okay. He's looking around at the rest of the party. Oh, not if you're I, I okay. Thought, I thought it was just me. <laughs> I, my hello, oh, like he's just. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so if I you don't you're... mind, I'm going to go home now. You thank you for party. Thank you, sir. Yeah. You're such. Thank a you for helping us ferret out where the board weasel is. <laughs> Bam. <Yeah. laughs> so he he takes off into town, and you kind of lose him. Uh, you do see. Um, well, I should say. All right, how would you like to continue? Um, yeah, so from one, where we are, can we see anything that looks like, you know, the traditional kind of inn or the, like a sign that gigantically mm -hmm. has a board? Is it board like he's like he's not into things or board like a, he's a he's a plank? Like what kind of weasel <laughs> no, is like, it? Uh, oh like uh, not into things, like oh, okay. dull. So is there like a, he... a, a sign anywhere that shows this weasel that's kind of like, mm, I don't know, I'm not into this. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to put it out there that they really missed an opportunity to call this place the on weasel. Oh, on weasel, yeah. weasel. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, on weasel, like board. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I would like to look and see if there's any kind of obvious, you know, standout. This is the inn building. Yeah, if you if you make your way a little further into town, I would say by now you're you're kind of in the center of this open air market, uh, and you see a couple shops that are still open, um, semi permanent structures. Some tents are actually being broken down, but there are some uh, like lean to sheltered uh, structures here but on the other side of this um this center market you do see the traditional sign signage out there for the board weasel yeah. uh, so i think arthur's arthur's gonna timidly go up to jam since uh they're the ones that asked the question but like oh excuse me i think the inn might be over there uh you might be able to set up and play there and then i'll kind of gesture towards the inn. thank you arthur a help as always yeah, very timidly, like just like a tap on the. Excuse me, like. Yeah. Don't look directly into my arms right now, Arthur. I fear what they might do to your vision. Oh, okay. Thank you. I, Thanks. As soon as you say that, I stare directly at your arms. Don't think of pink elephants, kind of thing. Right? Yeah, pink elephants on parade. Uh, stare directly, in and this is what you see. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, homebrew RP. Thank you for the raid. Appreciate it much. We are just getting started here with our candle keep. Uh, mysteries deep and creeping darkness uh so yeah if is everybody making their way across uh yeah i'll go with the group but 
Claire would like to see if there's a, a church or a holy building or any like religious symbols, especially off the square or the circle that the market's on. Um, yeah, nothing really um, catching your eye here in the center of town. Uh, okay. I think with if you, if you'd like to maybe break away and look around, might have a better shot. Uh, but not not within the center circle of this town, and not in the road that you used to come in. I uh, I elbow you and I say, I think I know why the weasel is bored. There's nothing to do here. <laughs> I I would um I would turn to Claire and say like, because I would probably know that you'd be looking for a religious establishment, and I would say like, I'll play some Jesus rock in like the in like the town square. We'll weed out the <laughs> we'll we'll see who sings along. We'll find them for you. Don't worry. Um, we'll find them. Morning for you. morning Lord prayers. You got it. You got it. Oh. We'll play Jesus is just all right. <laughs> we'll get some Doobie Brothers going. What was it? Do you have any Scott Stamp? Maybe some jars of clay. Is that a? <sighs> is that a? I think that's a Christian. I think that's a Christian rock. Band. It's got to be. Uh, this is the <laughs> cup of a carpenter. Oh no. <laughs> but in front of you, you do see the board weasel as this. Uh, Double-storied, kind of typical tavern and inn. You do see off to one side um, kind of some open-air seating, uh, rather packed. Uh, there's, there's a few tables that are open, but it is um, seems like a, a good gathering of uh, people here tonight having some, uh, having some dinner, some libations. Uh, no, no music that you can hear, though. I would like to ask, because... Um... I know that Brent is significantly bigger than all of us, right? <laughs> yeah, I think um, he's about seven feet. Yeah, seven are six. you having like if it's what? super packed, is it hard to get in? I'm just curious, like how this is. Yeah, I count as large too. The bugbear. Oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm also a, a big boy. Uh, That's you, right. Yeah. We have a new big guy. Okay, so both for both of you, I would yeah. I would kind of question like how are you getting in this like tiny little my, house? My intent get in, sit at the edge of a table where there's no seat, because I don't need one, where there's a ton of people, and just make myself at home. <laughs> okay. cool. uh, yeah, how would Brent uh, feel about uh, uh, a situation like this? Uh, he's cool with, with a crowd of people. He's going to um, kind of work his way in. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's going to sit down on the bench next to, next to somebody. Uh, okay. Find somebody that looks like they're open to conversation. It's gonna be like, yeah. So, uh, Vermeulen, huh? <laughs> kind of crazy, right? <laughs> dropping the, the, dropping dropping the, the hook name. right away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, as you kind of have to lower yourself, both you and Snard, Snard, to get into this building, you do see it's kind of open, open air a little bit in the middle. You can see a balcony um, with some doors that would lead to what would be uh, rooms. Uh, bar at the end of the room, there's the door that heads out to the open air seating. There are some tables in here. It uh, seems like most people are wanting to sit outside, um, but there are a couple. Uh, so you could definitely grab one, uh, Brent and uh, Snard Snard, and start asking around. Um, behind the bar, you do see uh, this, this fellow. I get to share this handout with you. Um, uh, I love the character art in this for this uh, this uh, adventure. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you all see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna trade over scenes here so that folks at home can see it as well. 
Uh, maybe. Did I hit the button? Oh, I got to hit the other button. Sorry, Stream Deck is new to me. Uh, but there, yeah, now everybody at home can see Lucas. Um, you see him behind the bar. He's, he, he's working away, uh, cleaning and doing his bartending thing. Um, person you're sitting next to, Brent, was kind of inebriated. Ah, what are you saying? Vomit. <laughs> uh, muted. That mining town, huh? Nobody knows what happened to it? Talk, talk to Lucas. He's he's been there. Mm. Oh. Mm. All right. So Brent turns to Snard. He, he, uh, he, he, that person immediately just turns the other way. And... Should we talk to the bartender? Yeah, I think so. Odds were vermilion to one. We find this place, and he has <laughs> lead. I marked Marin on my map, and I had a good feeling. <laughs> he looks like somebody who might know things. Mm. <laughs> Better than drunk guys. <laughs> yeah, he is of no help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Let's go talk to Lucas. So we'll head over to the bar. Okay. Uh, what, what's everyone else doing? Uh, I'll kind of build the scene a little bit more for you. There is another uh, set of double doors kind of off to the, the side of the uh, bar that people are coming in and out of uh, carrying a, uh, a towel in their hand. Um, you do see people eating uh, what seems to be this the special of the day, uh, the soup du jour. Uh, it seems to be piping hot. Some some chunks of uh, vegetables in there, some some protein in there as well. Um, mm. That seems to be what most other people are eating. Okay, um, I think uh, Arthur, as everyone kind of went in, got got pushed back by the crowd, and the whole time he's just trying to go. Excuse me, I, I can't get, and he kind of can't get through, so he's kind of given up and just kind of <laughs> sat next to the door because okay. he can't push his way through, and he doesn't want to like like be a like a. No one, no one puts you in corner. I walk yeah. over. I put you on shoulder. Let's go. There you go. Okay, so then, yeah, as I'm just sitting there, this big old yeah. picks me up and yeah. brings me to the table, and I just give him like a thank, thank you, thank yeah. you so much. Crowd surfing. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> All right, so we have Brent. Uh, Arthur, by way of Snard Snard making their way up. Um, Jam, how are you doing? I want to see where the stage is. I heard there's a stage Ooh. in this establishment. Yeah, you would have seen it. There's a little tiny one outside um, in kind of the mm. back of the seating area. Okay. Uh, as quickly as possible and without taking away from the conversation that is about to happen with Lucas, I would like to pop up to Lucas, put maybe like a... I don't know, like a maybe like five silver, like across the table at him. Is that good? I don't want to wreck the local economy. No, that's Adventurers good. come in and wreck in the local economy with their gold. <laughs> I have one gold. Oh my god! Yeah. You will never see this money in my life. Yeah, that's what I've been. Five hundred gold for one beer, please. <laughs> no, that's that's decent. As a, okay, yeah, you're within the range. I, um, I like pass five silver to him and say, yeah. "Can I go play?" I I don't I don't shame money spending in here. Side note, one of my first games ever playing, I was like, I tipped the bartender a gold piece. And we had, oh a, my player, God. We had a player yeah, go, we were... what? What are you doing that for? So, you know, whatever. Just, I love know, it. So I don't, uh, I love yeah, it. Five silver. I love it. Uh, yeah, in this was... economy, inflation is crazy. One gold piece for beer is what you pay. <laughs> I, got, I got put in my place real quick. I, um, but yeah, So you're making your way up as well. Um, Claire, 
what, how are you um, uh, moving through here? Claire, knowing that Jam will be performing soon, is going to start looking for someone that has too heavy of a coin purse to help them out. <laughs> yeah, most of these ah. most of these people are just kind of, you know, what, middle class working people. Uh, but there are some that have kind of a little fancier, fancier wear, a little bigger coin purse, um, b more um, appetizers on the table. Um, yeah, they're they're kind of sprinkled throughout. Is there there one you want to look at particularly? Uh, I want to wait until one is enamored by Jam's performance. Okay, all right. So mm -hmm. kind of holding that action until yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, with the arm lights, that shouldn't take very long. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Did you not? You didn't cover those at all, huh? Did you? No, <laughs> no they're still. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so as you all approach the bar, uh, Lucas kind of stops what he's doing and. Well, ain't this a bunch? What'll it be? And you, you mind covering those lights? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How can I help you? Welcome to the board, Weasel. I too get ocular migraines. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a little off-putting. We so, heard you uh, have information about Vermilion. There you go. Oh. <laughs> you want to know of Vermilion? You're not the first adventurers that have come through town and looking for that place. Why? That's a good question. Let me I asked why. <laughs> Um, we're we're looking to see if uh, it's a real place or not. Um, we've been hired by a candlekeep to find out its true origins and nature. Oh, one of those smart people sending you down here. Yeah, and under under uh, Archbishop, like I don't I don't know if we're that smart. Like, <laughs> like, like he kind of hunches his shoulders forward a little bit, kind of lurks forward. And he's he's a tall person as well, so he's not. I mean, he's you know within the six foot range, but uh, not by means totally um, shadowed by the two larger creatures in here. Um, well, I've definitely heard of Vermilion. You just want to get there, or what? Looking for directions. We would like to know yeah. what your experience has been in Vermilion, and I would love to use my favored my favored uh, ability here All and right. get some charisma going because I've got the highest of charisma. All right, um, all right I'm rolling a persuasion uh, with a plus seven right now, so right. I can I can roll it in okay. the I'll roll it in, in d twenty, but imagine this is plus seven. The charisma of a Bon Jovi. Um... <laughs> Sorry. So, so here's the thing. I rolled a nat one, but I also have I also have oh. a silver tongue, 
which allows me to treat any d20 roll of nine or lower mm -hmm. as a 10. A 10. Oh. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I get I get a 17 with please, that. Please nerf. Um, she rolled just 17. <laughs> uh, on that nat one, uh, folks. That's I was so I was going to say there's a re-roll, but you don't need it. So <laughs> with that, you I kind of... Took her <laughs> for these reasons. <laughs> you kind of slide in next to uh, Snard Snard and Brent. Oh... <laughs> Well, I, I used to be a miner there and uh, spent my youth up there. Well, you you did say you were a miner there, so I, I thought you meant you spent your youth there. That would be the M-I-N-E-R. Oh, I don't know letters. Turns to... <laughs> back to you, Jam. I'll talk to you, I guess. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. I I can oh. definitely show you where it's at if you need to be. Not take you, of course. My knees would not make that hike. That would be we would much much appreciate that. Yeah, okay. I just have one favor to ask. Hmm. What's that? Please. Put some flowers on my wife's grave for me. Is her grave up there? Yeah, it's in the town, yes. Her name is Lorna. And if you're gonna do that for me, you might as well do one more thing. Of course. In the center of town, there's a tree. And in the hollow of that tree, I put a locket. I had to place it there. I was in a hurry. Fully intending on going back. But if you could return it to me, I would be much grateful. While you give Tree Locket, was it close personal friend? <sighs> he kind of breathes deep and, you know, kind of, kind of busies himself with the rag he has at the table for a second. <laughs> Looks back to Jam. He looks back to Jam. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> At this point, I'm like mildly embarrassed for my party. <laughs> I'm like, You're I'm like, ruining it. Um, wait, no. we can do that. We can do those things. Uh, while you talk with the rest of my yeah. party, is it okay? Or with the, with the rest of the party, was it okay if if I go and play some music and I slide that five piece across? Mm. Well, now we are getting closer to an understanding. Oh, uh, play me a chord right here, right now. So, we'll see. Okay, this is happening. Wait, do I? Do you want me to roll, or do you actually want me to play? Uh, I realize I just. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do this. We're, All right, we're this gonna, is actual skill. We're gonna let so actual real life skill skill. Uh, okay, take place from that. Role. <laughs> he kind of shrugs a little bit. No. All right. Uh, <laughs> Good enough for tonight, I think. Okay. <laughs> Please, at least the stage is outside. But before you go, let me get you that map. And he, he takes out, he's got a little bit of parchment down there. He starts uh, kind of drawing this crudely drawn map, giving you a couple uh, uh, monuments to look for. One of those being a, uh, a spring, a trickling spring coming from the, the mountainside 
There's a mushroom grove. Ooh, mushrooms, you see. And then uh, eventually you're going to get up to uh, Vermilion, kind of winding path through the mountains. And like, now it's been 70-some-odd years since last time I was up there, so lock and change. But this um, is the best of my recollection. Yeah, when you left the town, what what kind of shape was it in? Um, oh, it then? was it was a disaster. I had to leave quickly, and that's why, like your friend said, I gave that locket to that tree. I was in quite the hurry to get out of there. If you don't mind me asking, was there a, an attack, or what was this disaster? Well, no attack that we could see, but uh, you stayed in town too long. You disappeared into the shadows. Arthur will start visibly uh, shaking because he's a coward. So, but that's all. Not, I shouldn't say a coward, but he's scared. So he's like, ooh, I don't uh, know if I should have came on this trip. So people you knew disappeared? Many, many people I knew disappeared. Much of Vermilion. I think there's only one of us left here in uh, Marin. You may uh, talk so to So that's him. you? Well, or me, someone else. me plus one, I think. Oh. Uh, you might want to talk to Astro out in the open market. She sells flowers. Hmm. Conveniently, we'll need flowers. Somebody was thinking. Oh, I, 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 I'm terribly sorry for all the losses that you've suffered. but um... uh, It's all been kind of erased by hard work. And you could see in his face like a, a little little pain saying that like he's he's coping um mm -hmm. 70 years of coping it it do you have any notion that we would suffer the same fate if we went there well like i said it's been 70 years and not many people go up there and those that do can't say i've seen them again so flip a coin just out of curiosity, how many people have you sent with flowers up there? <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's quite as charming as, uh, and he points to you, Jim. Uh, mm. So that task is not reserved, not given to just anybody. Oh, okay. Give a thumbs up, and like light is like like glowing yeah, out from underneath. The, like, <laughs> yeah. now when you get outside, go ahead and release those lights. I'm sure the. Uh, Everybody out there will won't mind the show. I'll get you some good business tonight, Lucas. We'll draw everybody here. Well, let's make it happen. Out of curiosity, how strict are local magistrates about pickpocketing? <laughs> no reason. Uh, you might want to keep your hands to yourself. Okay. <laughs> And after you've been spending some time here and knowing kind of off the trail uh, where Marin sits, you could tell there are some locals here, but there are people that do come and go, uh, maybe passing through, staying for the, the evening, uh, maybe making a quick trade. So it's not as the town itself is small. Um, and as you're kind of putting it together, the whole town would have to be in this in this establishment to have it 
this pact. So you can tell there are some people that don't live here that are staying here mm. or that are here at the moment. So like, um, would you say that we could tell that there's some, like a traveling group that we could maybe approach to talk to kind of thing or, or how uh, would we just talk? more going along the lines of, uh, pickpocket, uh, looking for, um, coin purses that are full oh, might be guys. more of the, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, do I see anybody that looks like they're a little on the shady shot side that they might be pickpocketers? Do I perceive anything? Oh, you're looking for pickpocketers. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if anybody oh. else here is also on that. Claire on waves. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aside from Claire. Other than Claire. Yeah. Uh, Aside from the Claire in present danger that I already know about. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, nobody uh, at first glance. Um. No, there's not not anybody okay. sticking out as a sore thumb as like the shady guy in the corner waiting to pickpocket. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, and you know, on average, percentage wise, there's probably one here somewhere. Gotcha. <laughs> so as as Jam is uh, getting ready to start a performance, Brent doesn't want to. Brent hears this talk of pickpocketing. He doesn't want to see any of it. So he's gonna head <laughs> all the way up. He's gonna shove his way, push his way to the front front row and. And sit there okay. and pretend pretend he doesn't know anything about what's going on behind him. <laughs> Just blinders. Um, I mean. <laughs> All right. So uh, Jam making it outside. Brent's following. Um, <clears throat> Lucas uh, stops you, uh, Arthur, before you go. Oh. As the others oh, have kind of started to walk out. You're not planning on going up there tonight, are you? Oh, um, well, that depends on my party. Uh, is there is there a reason we shouldn't go up there in the dark? Yeah. Uh, dark is a scary place. You're not one of those that can see in the dark, can you? Um, he's not gonna he's not gonna say he can because I I totally can, but uh, I'll just be like, uh, I get what you're you're pointing out. Um, I, I will would. let them know that we should probably should maybe wait for the morning. Yeah, it's probably best to head out first thing. Uh, and he kind of leans down, grabs two two sets of keys, two keys. You okay. do you make sure those flowers make it to see my wife, and you bring that locket back. And the room's on me tonight. And he slides those across. Yeah, and so I'll take it, and I'll be. We'll try your best. <laughs> like, I can't roll with anything. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. Oh, I will say, uh, you had mentioned those TC appetizers, uh, DM. So I think also Arthur would say, oh, by the way, what's the um, situation on food, maybe? Uh, what do you guys have that we could possibly mm. eat? And my stomach is just going to start <laughs> rumbling real loud. Oh, soup tonight is the salty fish surprise. Ew. That, that sounds horrible. Me, me and character was like, oh, I don't know. If that sounds. Horrible. We have in some character, other yeah, fairs as well. Like, I will order uh, two orders of that, please, yeah. and uh, send it to the outside. Um, I love surprising my food. So food that surprises me sounds intriguing. I would like that as well. All right, we'll get around coming out of the salty fish. Salt, surprise. Salty fish surprise. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and with that, then, uh, if that's then, I would uh, relay the information and hand over the keys yep. to both uh, GM and, uh, I, 
I guess Jam. I feel like Jam is our uh, is our uh, <laughs> the party leader. leader. You're yeah, the leader. You're, you're the leader. No, too bad. And I'll be like, uh, no, <laughs> too late. <laughs> I know. But Bear votes Jam. Yeah, I I vote Bear so, Jam too. All right. <laughs> I just give you the keys. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I take I'll them and I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm so, the glowing one, so it's easy to find me. Yeah. It's exactly. like I'm it's like I'm the brightly colored one at like a packed theme park. You can always find me. Mm-hmm. So has everybody it's... moved out to the outside seating? Um I think so. Yes, but as Claire moved out, she looked for a apron and a tray. <laughs> okay. Uh so that way she can blend into the crowd. Alright. Yeah, you see uh the wait staff is, you know, there, there are two or three of them at any given moment that you can see kind of coming in and out, taking care of the back. You see a couple um, less wait staff for the food in the bar and more like housekeeping up top. But you do see one kind of set something down, set their tray down and, and starts to uh, help a customer at a table. So the tray is easily available. The, uh, the apron might be a little tougher. You, you don't see any that aren't being worn at the moment. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll make do. <laughs> I hear challenge like everyone's wearing it. Well, um, I was going to say, uh, how does that work? Um, I feel like... What do we got? Level four characters here. Uh, knock, the we might other, have... knock the other server out? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like violent? Uh, no, um, I, I don't... I think I'll just make do with the tray and some... And some pictures okay. of alcohol. All right. Yeah, and, and I mean, some of the servers have aprons on. Some of them have just kind of the, the fanny pack of aprons, um, like the lower half. Uh, so it's not there's not like a typical attire here. So uh, you feel like with the tray as being the, the main beacon of waitstaff, you're in a good spot. Okay. So you head out. What is your what is your plan as Jam is uh, moving to the stage? To just kind of circle the crowd, look for a target. So that way, once Jam starts performing, okay. I can make my move. All right, give me another perception check for that. All right. And then while you're doing that, Jam, how's the stage setup going? I mean, I'm I'm just I don't really need to do very much because I come with my own light show. <laughs> exactly. So I I come up on the stage and. And like uh, I, I kind of, <clears throat> and I'm used to like projecting my voice, and I throw off the cape, and my <laughs> arms start glowing, and I have oh. like I'm, I'm ultimate busker. Like I've got like a flute, but I also have, or I have a lute, but I also have a pan flute, like harmonica in front of my face. So I'm playing both of them at the same time. I love um, it. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm really I'm really feeling the music right. right now. Yeah, so as that happens and lights up kind of the 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 roof that is uh covering the seated areas just now popping with purple and yellow light and you just go right into it. Um Claire with that 17 perception, you see a lot of the attention immediately goes to that stage. And let's do a, per, a performance check, Jam, while you're doing that. But you see a lot of the attention go uh, to the stage. Oh, Jam. What but, are my rules? <laughs> that was a three. So It's Jam, an eight total. It's an yeah. eight total. But don't, don't, you, don't you have the magic ability? Silver, silver that's tongue? Only for, that's only for charisma. Oh. It's, or, I'm sorry. It's mm. only for, um, for persuasion when I'm trying to persuasion. persuade somebody right, or deceive somebody. How about this? 
I'll say I mean, advantage because of the lights and because of the, <laughs> the description okay. of flinging the cape off. This is very, um, this is very kind. You know, those are those are things I forget <laughs> as a DM that I can. There I are can two get. more numbers though below that. that yeah, yeah, though, we so you, you can get lower. I know. Let's see. There oh, we go. So that's an eighteen. That's, that's an much eighteen better. total. We like that. I yeah. blind myself initially with the lights, and I'm like, uh, and like it, like my my music like squeals, and I'm a little off key, right. and then I I catch my I catch sort of my like my groove, and I start Perfect. playing. Quick recovery. Right. It makes back you into think it. to play blinded by the light. <laughs> I was just typing that in. Uh, oh, it's in the hive mind. Nobody knows the words that come next in that uh, song. No. <laughs> okay, so as that happens, Claire, you do see a, a couple people with fuller pockets. Um, All right. Are you are you looking for coin particularly? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pre preferably a standing mark. Okay. Yeah. As Jam starts getting into it, you see a couple people start to stand up. Uh, a couple couples get up and start to like, you know, start swaying together kind of in their space. There's not a dance floor, but they are kind of making do uh, where their seats are. Um, yeah. So there's a, there's a definite mark that's sticking out. It's a. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to make to like, if I just had to pass by them with my full tray and um, as I get closer to them, my plan is to pretend to have been pushed into them. Okay. And then with my free hand, uh, try to do a sleight of hand, maybe okay. to remove right. the purse. Okay, yeah, they're kind of swaying. You're acting as you're moving through the tables, get bumped into. Go ahead and give me that that roll. All right. And then uh, Twitch chat, if, yeah, just keep going with what is the next line after Blinded by the Light. I am enjoying all of that. <laughs> 15. 15. You are able to uh, kind of catch their elbow and, and kind of cradle that that uh bump and then get that hand in and you do get the entire uh purse itself kind of detached and stowed away and uh in a in a move that i might regret um i'll look at them like oh sorry dearie you know just i'm just so old and then uh, i kind of fumble away oh that's all right uh, it's okay it's okay and they they're they're more apologetic than than you are uh, and then they quickly turn their attention back to uh, Jam, who's who's uh, revving uh, up like a moose in the night, I think. Is... And uh, <laughs> I think I'll set down the tray, and then I'll make my way to sit next to Brent so I can show him, show him the purse. <laughs> Brent doesn't recognize Claire at first, and he's like, well, uh, one vegetable plate, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a server. I like that. Oh. Is the surprise that the fish comes out late? <laughs> oh, to the to the server. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying to Claire because I don't get it either. <laughs> oh, surprise! <And> <laughs> you paid, you paid money and you get nothing. Is is this a she's all that? As soon as you put the tray down, do you become like a different person? You put the tray no. back. Like yeah. not glasses. No. Glasses on. Glasses, glasses come off. off. Yeah. No. Um, her who are you? her hair is like in the token. It's crazy mad scientist hair um and she has she's very wrinkly and old yeah okay a few minutes pass and your your fish surprise your salty fish surprise does come out each in their own individual bowl on a tray looking much like the one claire had setting it down in the table next to you quickly divvies them out anything else i can help you with 
this this seems good, thank you. And um, Arthur's gonna start daintily with the spoon, like starting to eat it. But um, all of a sudden he's gonna start. I, I imagine like Cookie Monster, where it's like, rum, 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 rum. and like he's just eating it. And if anyone can notice, his eyes turn black, and he's like, "This is delicious, and I want more." And he's just like grabbing and drinking. And then uh, as I finish it, my eyes kind of go black to white, and I'm like, "Ooh, excuse me," and I'll just, like give a little burp, like, "Ooh, I, that was delicious." Um, if you had tasted any of it, you would have tasted a fish you've never tasted before uh both in 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 texture and in taste um, okay, definitely human. a surprise like it's, <laughs> no not it's not oh, okay it's not it's human. not human, not human. Um, okay but yeah you you devour uh how's everybody else handling that situation <laughs> uh brent is trying to pick the vegetables out with a spoon because he doesn't he doesn't eat meat so he's oh <laughs> all right um he's just trying to get the yeah i see carrots out and I grab the fish off your plate and stuff it in my mouth. <laughs> uh, Brent, that's like, a, how by all means. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to waste. <laughs> yeah, you're able to get, there's a few carrots, uh, some celery, some chunks of potatoes in there. Uh, Catching what you're putting down, I take the vegetables off my plate and put them on yours. Oh, nice, nice. It's a fair yeah. trade. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, you don't want the surprise anyways. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what's the rest of the night going to look like for uh, for the party here at the Board Weasel? Um, Claire is going to want to find uh, um, basically some poor people. Okay. So she's gonna she's gonna set out and she'll come back. You guys would be used to this if you know her. So, uh, but she'll stay in the inn and meet up with the party in the morning. Okay. No, it's cool. All right, yeah, um, you, you head out, and you, you kind of look around, um, kind of making your way through the town. You, you do see a small church, very, like, non-denominational, um, you know, pardon my lack of pantheon knowledge, but uh, very just more like a gathering place for anybody who comes in, and, and less of a, we're devoted to this one particular god. Um, you do see a couple of people there kind of, um, you know, going through their uh, religious uh you know uh, nightly observations. prayers uh observations yeah that would be a good term uh and as you get towards the the other end of town and you you do see a broken down kind of weathered sign that does make out the words vermilion going up towards this peak but at that end of town you do see it's less of the hustle and bustle of trade coming in and and you know other other um uh commerce a more dilapidated kind of uh, less affluent side of town. Okay. Uh, so you can you can catch a few people out there if you'd like. Yeah. Um, if there is a, a a church building, I'll go in and see if anyone mines it, keeps it uh, uh, official. Um. It's it's again. There's no like. It's just kind of there and a spot. It it looks taken oh, okay. care of, but it's probably more just out of the respect of kind of the, the yeah the people that it are drawn there, kind of keeping uh, keeping their place of observation okay. clean. Uh, there are right now three people in there inside the building, um, kind of sitting okay. in prayer. Then uh, I think I'll just spend the evening giving out however much was in the coin purse to okay. evenly to people I see that need it. Um, 
And if I would have been allowed to do one more action, uh, noticing that it's more dilapidated on this side of town, um, try to ask someone who's coherent, like, why doesn't anyone want to stay over here? Okay. Uh, so three gold pieces. I rolled some random rolls for the coin purse, and it's, I oh. rolled poorly. Three gold, two silver, and two copper that you're able to kind of divvy out to um, some of the denizens of Marin. And you strike up conversation with one. Oh, well, this end of town is just uh, farther away from the main road, and nobody really goes up here anymore. Okay. So not much. Uh, there's not much love up here at this end. You're not going up there, are you? Oh no, never. That's good. Everybody that goes up there, I tell them not to, uh, not to go. You're probably not coming back. Good to know. Thank you. Take care. Yes. Thank you. All right. Anything, anybody else? How are you finishing out your night? Hmm. <laughs> I'm probably drinking with the inn until okay. I close it down. Yeah. What's a, what's a typical jam bar Jovi set look like? How many songs? How many encores? Well, you know, there's a lot of like the, you know, we're, we're playing some hits and then people start like requesting songs yeah. and then I pass the mic around and like yeah. have everybody in the crowd singing along their favorite town, like shanties or whatever okay. a town song is. Um, uh, I think, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe this might be fun. We'll engage the chat here. Uh, what would be the song Jambar Jovi should play? Uh, better if you, it, extra points if you make it um, fantasy role-playing pun within the, uh, the song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you, you play out your set and kind of start just like integrate into the crowd and, and start drinking and having a good time. <laughs> yep. Um, Arthur, Brent, Snard, yeah, Snard. So I think uh, Arthur would politely listen to uh, Jam Set, even if he didn't uh, quite get all the music or like the styles and everything. But he'd be polite to just hang out and watch it and you know, like, jam along. And then once uh, Jam left, um, he probably I think he'd be one of the first people to go to bed because he's uh, kind of a okay. So, so um, he'd probably <laughs> take one of the keys and go upstairs right. uh, after the set was done. Without realizing that I'm being kind of a bore, I am walking up to people's plates and accidentally intimidating them into giving me their vegetables for my compatriot. Oh, and bringing that, I'm bringing you like a back plate after plate of vegetables. I like I like the unintentional because you're just like, are you going to finish that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to be casual. Like, you, you, you just want fish, right? I can take your uh, vegetables. Uh, I'm going to take your vegetables. Uh, do you work here? <laughs> no, I do this for pleasure. Oh, well, if it's for pleasure, we'd hate to uh, rob him of that, right, dear? And uh, they pass their bowls down. Um, <laughs> Come back with like six plates of veggies. Pieces, yeah, in your big bugbear arms. Uh, for those that don't know, bugbears have a reach of 10 feet in melee combat. So uh, there you know. There you go. I imagine them have like noodly arms, like a, yeah, you know, those, I, uh, yeah, flailing. I'm a wavy tube, tube man, just with fur. <laughs> That's what I always think of when I think uh, of bugbear arms. All right, so we got gin and weasel juice, and you give adventuring a bad name. Extra points because that's a 
Is You Give Love a Bad Name? Is that a Bon Jovi song or am I... That's not yeah. a Bon Jovi. Is it? Yeah. Hmm? I I'm, think it is. I can't is remember. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. the song, though, is it? Yeah, no, You Give Love a Bad Name, right? Yeah. Okay, good. It, yeah. It, it Extra point. Uh, just believe Cranky when he says something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my Bon Jovi is... is week i don't know much i didn't um, exactly pick this name for my encyclopedic knowledge of bon jovi so i appreciate cranky's yeah. that to pick up the slack for me <laughs> i i like the idea that you take the on a steel horse i ride lyric and you just turn it into on a real horse i ride because it's dnt because it's a real it's horse uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right um uh, yeah so um arthur you make your way up to bed uh typical room you know we'll just say for the convenience factor three beds in each uh so you divvy them up uh, however you'd like um, you have two rooms with three beds each it's weird to have three beds but it would be weirder to have one with three and one with two so that's what yeah. we're going with today actually how are we splitting up the rooms I, I would just say like what's the I get here before I have to go up I would ask like uh, so who, who's gonna be bunking with who um, uh, early to bed uh, I, the two of us are early to bed I'll I'll bunk with you okay um I got to get up early to meditate anyway, so... Uh, oh, okay. Yes. He's so, yeah, I... heading up. He's, he's, he follows and says, okay. the rest of you guys can share the other room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't care. I'll sleep in dirt. I was going to say, I fall asleep in a chair because I'm extremely good at, like, playing songs that make me feel well-rested. So I when I wake up not... in the morning, regardless of how I feel, I play a song and I'm like, I feel better. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. Nice. Uh, the ultimate hangover cure. <laughs> and I think uh, Claire making uh, her way back in probably last as you went uh, searching around. Well, um, I think, too, if uh, Claire had said that this is an uh, ongoing thing, maybe we gave Claire already the second key. Kind of like, you know, here's the second hotel card when you, when you go on your way. So you, maybe you have the second room. I'll allow it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I sounded so official. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, any anybody last last things before um, the bedtime? No, Your Honor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you all do go to sleep in your bed, and you this, these beds are really really comfortable, like remarkably just the softest mattress you've ever been on. Um, just it was a good sleep. You all had. A well-rested sleep, no no interactions throughout the night. How would you like to wake up? Oh, Brent, you mentioned you w you're waking up super early, right? Yeah, I have to get up to meditate. Yeah, so uh, as you wake up, I want to say, um, at first you look at the bed where Arthur's supposed to be, and it's, like, empty. Um, and then as you look up, he's, like, on the ceiling with these vines that are attaching him to the corner, kind of like a spider but it's, it's his vines, and he's just kind of like hanging there like this, like not even like his face isn't even there. I and love just, it. Yeah, he's just up what, in that corner. What is Arthur? What? Oh, fill me so in he's, here. He's that circle of the spores druid. So I'm basically playing him as like the spore inside him is the actual person. And this is like kind of like a husk body that I'm just kind of doing. So he, he's uh, up in the corner. Uh, oh, his official stats are uh, Dampier stats, which are like the vampire stats. But uh, he's un like an undead kind of thing. That's but anyway, so he's, he's, yeah, he's up he's in the corner, just like hanging like a body. <laughs> I love it. Um, and maybe even actually, as you uh, as you wake up, um, I'm gonna say like a vine kind of like like looks. He doesn't have eyes, but it kind of looks at you, and then the body kind of just like slowly like lowers down into the bed, and then like the, the vine just kind of puts a blanket over him, and then that looks normal. So. <laughs> 
And, and then Brent goes, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, the whole time Arthur, Arthur body, Arthur is, is not, doesn't, yeah. he's not even awake. So at least that's it. Wasn't a cat. All right, Brent. So you make your your way. Are you going outside to do this meditation? Yeah, I'm gonna find a quiet courtyard or something to. Uh, yeah, sit there's down and there's kind of a little grassy area around the center market, um, which is starting to pick up. You can see some people starting to open up shop and set up their their tables for the day, but uh, quiet enough off in the corner in the um, the grassy area, if you'd like. A couple trees, kind of shaded a little bit. Um, still looking like uh, the sun hasn't crested it over the mountain yet, but uh, a lot of clouds in the sky. Looking like it's going to be another overcast day. When I wake up, I say, I don't know why they say fish surprise. Whatever they make the fe the ducks out of here, this bed very comfortable. <laughs> These feathers, amazing. They're a real surprise. How's everyone else doing this morning? Uh, or Brent, anything you want to do for this meditation? Any role play you'd like to do, or, or, uh, or not? Uh, what, what do you mean? You, you don't. I was. It was there anything you want else you wanted to do with the meditation? Oh, um, no, I don't. Does Brent okay. have like a special way to meditate? <laughs> like, yeah, it's. A... <laughs> Minotaur related. That was uh, just a lot of I feel species. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just kind of sits in lotus and okay. closes his eyes. Yeah, it's it's like quite that. quite the sight to behold seeing this minotaur with big rack of horns up there, kind of you know, in this in this mode, people are setting up, kind of definitely catching eyes. But um, they've seen enough travelers that you know they're just moving on without the, throughout their day. How's everyone else doing in the morning? I find Lucas for coffee. <laughs> yeah, Lucas is right back at it in the morning. Uh, he's he's going through like morning cleaning rituals. That he's very like regimented. He's, it looks like he has a plan: cleaning each chair down, each uh, each table, putting them in place. Well, it's you. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. Yeah, the the bed was very comfortable. The fish was not that surprising. Just more salty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a compliment, I think. On both like parts of bed and the fish. Mm. Mm. Do you have coffee? Yes, of course. It's the only way I get started in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can see him kind of turn to the back of the bar and <clears throat> take a kettle off and fill two cups slides one across and he's he's doing the same pose in the picture there just kind of like staring at you mm -hmm. trying to figure you out a little bit we never see the actual that's how, how he always poses we don't even know what his lower body is. he's like <laughs> yeah. never left that like, he smart. never left oh my god he's a circle of the spore drew a dampier too and he's just vines down there no oh. yeah. yeah. uh, but you know yeah. i uh they didn't yeah. animate down there it's it's all just empty like, it's just <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm going to take my cup of coffee and then just go find my compatriots. That's what I'm heading off to do. All right. Uh, thank you, Satan's Panties, for the raid. <laughs> it's good to see Thanks. you again. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for the raid. Uh, we are currently in adventure number four of Candlekeep Mysteries, the deep and creeping darkness. Uh, the party has just woken up 
from a pleasant night's sleep. Yeah, so you uh, you make your way out well enough. Anybody else uh, want to take care of any morning things? Jam is just going to be looking for the first opportunity whenever everybody is together to have a conversation. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Snard, as you, as you walk outside, you do see Brent kind of down the way across the circle in a nice uh, manicured grassy area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of maybe we said that the morning uh, checkpoint is find uh, find Brent where he's meditating, and that's all me. <laughs> sure. That's all me at the meditating sure. massive. Yeah. So that thing. leaves that leaves Arthur and Claire uh, making your way out. I'll just uh, join. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how long does Brent meditate for? Is this uh, would he be done by now? Oh, two hours. So. Oh, <laughs> so you all get there. Brent hasn't moved, but you've all kind of <laughs> gathered around him, and he he hasn't moved. Uh, I, did, moved. I didn't. I didn't, yeah. I didn't so, even try. No, that I mean, one. if they if they if they get his attention, he'll stop. He'll stop. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say move too. So instead, I'm gonna call him a 120 minute tour. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So yeah, <laughs> he does kind of break concentrations, catches you all. You're all um, back as a party as a whole. On this oh, we're all area. here. By now, more oh, shops shit. have set up uh, around you in this this center market. So now that everybody's together, I want to have like ten minutes where I talk about what a good day we're going to have <laughs> and how well we're going to work together, and that we're just going to solve some mysteries and have a wonderful time, and everybody gains seven temp HP for the rest of the day. Hey. hey oh i used inspiring leader it's a feat that i took i love it so. nice yep so yeah, seven temp gonna, hit points coming your way it's gonna stand a little bit straighter and you're not, feel a little bit more confident yeah, but you're not gonna need them because this is a pure rp adventure so <laughs> all the psychic damage yeah all the psychic damage that oh no dealing yeah these oh. awkward situations talking to people all right so good good moving um, conversation happening. I used moving again. I'm sorry. That's the last one. Um, it, 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 you know, I am utterly over these puns. Yeah. I'm bovine with it. So, I mean. <laughs> now you're just milking them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's huff it. Let's get going. <laughs> Make like a tree. Get the hell out of here. Um, so, how would you like to proceed? I should, I should hand it back to you as the party. Um, did anyone see any uh, paths that lead out to out of town? Oh, actually, who has oh, them? Uh, oh, we uh, need to go get some flowers first. Good so, point. From, from uh, I think it's from Ash Ketchum. Astra. Astra. Ah, uh, that's what it is. I had Astro, but yeah, <laughs> Ash Ketchum. A S T R A. Look for probably someone seventy plus years old with flowers. Okay. Yeah. Um, but quick question: Who did take the map once it was drawn by the guy? I think, I think it would it be was given to me, but Jay. I would have given it to the most trustworthy person. So whoever uh, wants me. it, yeah. I'm not giving it to Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I could totally carry it. I have big arms. I'd probably I'd probably give it to to either uh, Claire or Brent, one of the okay. two. So whoever wants to have it out of the two of you. Yeah, Brent, because Claire's right, giving a it. very sus look. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you... earthly possessions to weigh me down. 
Yeah, just, <laughs> if you were to even come close to giving that weight of a uh, what's that word called? Um, like a uh, responsibility, <laughs> I would shut down. Like I would just like no, that's too much anxiety. But uh, I w I do want to ask, like, how far does it look on the map? I, I know it's not to scale, but like, um, how long would it to be? He didn't really say, day, right? Oh, sorry, Brent. I thought we un we knew it was like a, about a two day. Okay. Okay. Hike, I couldn't. Right. Yeah, that might have been in the uh, adventure hook I gave you. Gave you. Um, yeah. So. Two days. A couple days. It looks like about two days. Yeah. I there think. You go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, and you do see a an older, elven woman uh, setting up a a flower stand. She's got a bunch of little uh, buckets. She's kind of loading in some fresh cut flowers. She's got a couple bouquets that um, she kind of looks like she's going to be putting together in an arrangement. Um, but yeah, setting up in the market. Uh, Claire would like to bluntly say, do you have any grave flowers? Oh, excuse me. What's that dear? Oh, uh, uh, we're heading up to Vermilion today, and we need to uh, no, no, bring you some grave flowers. Oh, you would not be going up to Vermilion. Yeah, uh, we we are. Oh, and she kind of clutches flowers in her hand a little bit, and and as you're now kind of engaging with her, you see that very pale skin, shoulder length, red hair streaked with some white in there. These cloudy blue eyes. Uh, staring back at you. Oh. I I guess, um, I think any flower will do to put a graveside. Any color, um, in particular is your favorite, or? I look at Jam. Do we know what color she liked? No, it was just, it was flowers. just any flowers. Yeah. yeah, any flowers. What do you have that's on sale? Oh, <laughs> well, I have, uh, and she points down to one of the, uh, the the displays below. Well, these were left over from yesterday. Um, I could give them at a, a discount. They're not the freshest. Look, look at the party. Uh -huh. Is there anything that looks like a cactus? <laughs> No, there's no, no no cactus, no succulents. Yeah, no succulents. Uh, very, oh very long-stemmed, uh, uh, wildflower-looking. Um, less of a yeah succulent uh, variety. I see. I, I see something. Do I see anything that's just large and colorful and obnoxious? Because I'm immediately going to pick it up like a kid in a candy store. Uh, yeah, there's there's kind of a uh, like a like a pinwheel-looking flower with a pretty um, uh, thick stem. I pick it up and I turn to the group and I say, Ooh, can we have it? Can we have it? If you have money. Oh, wow. I, I mean, yeah, that's what all this adventuring's about. We have money. <laughs> you can you can have anything you want. You can just buy it with capitalism. Are you explaining capitalism to me right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to negotiate the price of this lottery with the group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this whole this whole D and D thing's just a ruse. We're now going to go into our breakdown of capitalism. <laughs> I mean, I'm a bugbear, but I have a Roth IRA. Okay, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I diversify. I diversify. <laughs> oh, 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 dear, dear, that one. Be be careful. The petals are uh, 
very fragile, and they will oh. uh, fall off if agitated too much. And and oh. you do see the petals around uh, are are they start as this this dark blue, and then they kind of fade up, and then towards the tip they get to a, a pure white. Um, mm. uh, but yes, yes, but that is a very pretty flower, and uh, oh. it it suits you. Um, but that is a, mm. a, a, a co- copper piece for for a half dozen of those, mm. if you'd like. Only a copper? Wow. Well, I, I pull I pull out a copper from my pocket and give it to her then. Yes, take uh, take a few. Um, again. And she Very puts pretty. It, puts you. it in her little uh, her little apron mock. Have we confirmed this is Astra? Have we? <laughs> no, not even close. Okay. We just went okay. after the first old, old person. And she was very uncomfortable with her profiling. It's fantastic. Yeah. This is yeah. great. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask her what her name is. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need flowers. She has flowers, so we're good. I, right? I asked like, her what her name is because oh, yeah. she seems lovely. Yes, my name is Astra. Astra Vaughn. Hey. We you. heard about you. And you are? <laughs> well, I am Jam. Jam. Mm-hmm. Yes. I play music. I bet you don't go on toast. <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny, she kinda, Astra. It light, lines up a little bit. Uh <laughs> Any and... cow jokes there, Astra? <laughs> oh. Wow! <laughs> Give me. Everyone's coming with the cow jokes yeah, today. Yeah, I think Brett has kinda... three sass. <laughs> I, as, after you say that, I pull out a red handkerchief and I go, "Oh, somebody angry!" <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. I don't have one. Uh, I am not witty enough. Um, no, I don't. But what? Maybe your name. We can start with that. My name is Brent. Brent. Very good. And everyone else? Uh, you are all traveling to Vermilion together. Yeah. And she's like saying it and shaking her head no. So so I think um, Arthur will be all the way in the back. Um, and he'd be like, I mean, he's already always quiet, but he's like super quiet. And he's like clenching his fists. And I don't think anyone can see his eyes are black, but he's all like, do you just sell dead plants here? <laughs> like, like super angry. Like, is this all you sell? Well, they are serving a purpose, but yeah. they will die, and much like all living things, eventually will die. Yeah, and then uh, I think Arthur will answer back, "Yes, all <laughs> things will die." But then I'll kind of pull it back and just be like, my 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 name my name is my name is Arthur, Jesus. and I'm just gonna walk away because I don't want to. I don't. No way, oh, I don't wanna who's explode. the edgy kid? <laughs> yeah, not like a way away, but I'm gonna pull myself back uh-huh. so I don't start like whipping <laughs> like this thing to destruction and destroying everything. Yeah. So, evil. Well, um, I'm I am able to That's sell what? you all the flowers you would like, uh, but I ask, please, do not go to Vermilion. Please. Why not? Are you worried about us going there? Uh, well, yes, and um, yes. Yes and yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Two yeses. We spoke with Lucas, who mentioned you also escaped from Vermilion. Are you worried for us, or you do you not want us there for some reason? Oh. No, I'm. I am worried for uh, you. Anyone that goes that way, I am deathly worried for. 
I can't remember much, as uh, I was just a um, a small child when uh, my family fled. A minor. <laughs> uh, I apologize to I... everyone for the remainder of this campaign. Child labor I... in Vermilion is enough to get it shut down, so I'm... <laughs> That's why everyone disappeared. It was OSHA. They just took them away in paddy wagons. That's it. Um, I remember just uh, a few conversations about the disaster at the mine um, and uh, bits of conversation of uh, the disappearances. And But what I remember most is the nightmares that my mother began having as we were fleeing. What, what kind of nightmares? Uh, the worst things, um, these figures, darkened figures in the night, um, skulking about and tormenting her, and she would wake up and, you know, the, the, uh, just covered in sweat and not knowing where she was and who we were for a time, and then she would snap back to life and back to uh, reality. I start Don't very lightly yeah. playing. Back to uh -huh. back. Oops, yeah. there goes gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very, yep. very gently. Back, back to, to life. life. Back <laughs> to reality. Okay. Great. Song. We're good. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like two stalls away. Uh, Arthur's going to shout out, maybe she has nightmares from killing all these plants. <laughs> these, these defenses plant me. Yeah. Um, he's, he's gone. He's not. <laughs> he's. Oh. Well. But, um. You are your own person and of uh, free will. I've said my piece. Thank you for the uh, the copper. Any anything else that I can do to help you? Brent says you make a good point. Uh, these four will be going on to Vermilion. I'll <laughs> I'll be uh, staying here at the inn. <laughs> oh, Brent no. settles down as a good life in, yeah. in Marin. Has a family. Uh, like, <laughs> just meditates. Meets a really nice minotaur. Yeah, or or <laughs> marries Astra, maybe. Yeah, like. Minotaur. Um, uh, Astra, we're doing a favor for Lucas while we were up while we are up in Vermilion. We are. Uh, putting some flowers on his wife's grave, which is why we're here buying flowers mm. from you. So one, hearty flower recommendations would be appreciated. Mm. Second, is there anything that we can do for you while we travel into Vermilion? Oh, nothing for me other than don't go. Um... Yeah, I, I understand. <sighs> but... Assume you've been hurt. We're, we're yeah. But, uh, we're bad at list. We're bad at, at avoiding danger. We're just bad at it. And we all have seven extra temp HP, so we're good for now. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't actually say she that. She gave good pep talk, and all of a sudden, I just feel like I, I could take like at least one spear to the face. Well, well, I seem to remember Lucas one time talking about his wife's favorite flower. Oh. Um, oh. I don't have that flower, but I have one that looks. A lot like it, which might be your best choice. And she plucks one out of the bouquet that she was putting together on, on the table in front of you. And it's it's kind of a, a marigold in color, but uh, this dark brown kind of center with these orange, bright orange flower petals emanating around it, circling around it. Um, this one is probably a good choice. It'll make its way all the way. 
up to vermilion. Do you have multiples of this flower, or does it seem to be the only one of it, of this flower that's there? Um, there are some others in that bouquet she was making, um, but okay. none that you can see in the um, okay. trays in front. Um, I would like to try and determine if she's telling the truth to us. Mm. Oh, mm. okay. I, I am a little, I'm a little sus of her. <laughs> a little sus. This, this like... singular flower <laughs> that she gave to us is probably an explosive. So I'm very, <laughs> oh, very, shoot. very yeah. cautious. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I you have an insight. Yeah, Inside. I think people in chat uh, had some concerns as well. I was watching. People are saying the fireball her. But I was... This is a plus. Said... This is a plus two. Who said what it? Who well, said? Who said? What it? is happening with my role? I believe she is what? perfect, and everything that she ever Ooh. says oh, is jam. You a, are. I got a three. I got a three with that one. Yeah. I know it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm a podcast land. That was a nat one. Role. You don't. <laughs> I think uh, on your your initial uh, feelings about her are confirmed you you are a little put off by this you think she is lying to you and it's the cloudiness of her eyes i think that's it's hard to read but um yeah you're you're thinking she's lying to you you know jim you bring up good point what do you know anything about tree we we have to find tree well, there's a tree, and uh, there's a tree. No, no, one sorry. in town. Another one joke. Wow. Sorry, sorry. Wow, Astra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, so was a, that was a joke. Um, Astra, I'm about to glide you on out of here. Oh, my there, God. <laughs> there was... Roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, roll initiative. Um, <laughs> there, just, the bugbear just slaps down the septuagenarian woman yes. like a monster. Give her the chair. Um... Yeah, there, yeah, there were trees in Vermilion, I believe. Uh, again, I, my, my memory is a little hazy at times. And mm. I should, I should thank Artifacts Umbra. Thank you so much for the follow. Uh, appreciate it. Hey, thank that puts you. us at eight fifty on the nose. Thank you so much. Uh, we are doing that push for a thousand, so we're getting closer. Uh, there. You know, one at a time. But thank you again. Um. Can can Brent see that that Jam is suspicious of this this old woman? Uh, Jam, how are you reacting to that uh, per, that insight check? I am. Um, I start playing uh, suspicious minds on on whatever instrument I have out, and I go, <laughs> "We can go on together with suspicious minds." <laughs> with suspicious. And then I, I guess, so I'm, I'm making, I'm like looking at her very, very intensely and backing away from the flower that she has potentially offered to me because I think I asked her the question of what we can do. So I'm probably backing away from her and not okay. taking the flower. Okay. Um, so, oh. all right. So Brent's concerned now. So he's, he's a so little clear. And, and, and so he, he oh, steps no. up and he, he raises up to his seven, oh, six no. and seven, wags his horns a little bit and says, what are you not telling us, old woman? Oh, God, we're going to kill this We'll back him up very, like, cross-armed. Yeah, I think he's the old backwards. lady. <laughs> I'm going to step backwards, cradling my delicate flowers. Yeah, chain reaction. I would see everyone doing just want to be part of this, too, and back up. Oh, like, uh, what, what, what do you mean? What am I doing? What what, uh, is, what has gone wrong here? What What is this flower, Claire asks? That is the closest one I have matching the uh, that of Lucas's wife. Lucas's wife. Is, is it poisonous? Oh, no. No, I would never 
sell poisonous flowers here. Um, and with that, may I do an insight check? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it is a 17. 17. Uh, yeah, you see some some like concern and, and fear in her, her facial expressions, kind of uh, the, the age lines starting to kind of uh, tense around her face, her eyes still cloudy, but uh, closing in um, kind of uh, some fear. Uh, and she seems to be telling the truth. Hmm. Uh, I relay that to the party, at least that aspect of the, yeah. the truth. Uh, uh, so I'll take the flower. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll untense then and seeing that, like, oh, okay, I don't, I was just following. You over there, like, 50 feet away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm still oh, doing it, but yeah. Anyway. I was worried. <laughs> I trust, I, I trust Claire a lot. I trust Claire a lot, so, because yeah, I, I think we have a good racket going, like, the two of us have a good racket going. I distract, they steal, mm -hmm. and we're all good. Um. So uh, I I would probably ease up, but still probably wouldn't directly engage with her anymore because I'm I've got my personal biases at this point. <laughs> okay. What about Brent? Yeah, Brent believes Claire. Um, <laughs> Jam seems a little unclear. Are my are my arms still glowing? <laughs> uh, yeah, we should we should talk oh, yeah. about that. We totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are not so we can we can oh, kind of okay. retroactive this sometime during the night that that pulsing yellow purple stage just lights coming from your skin just start to the pulse becomes oh. the uh longer and longer between each pulse and start to fade through the night okay it makes you wonder who was in the same room as jam yeah who's just so. like with a pillow over the I was like, just make it stop. Just why, do Brent, <laughs> why do you think Brent volunteered to bunk with Arthur? Yeah. Bugbear <laughs> sleeps or anything. It's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, if you, you don't mind, I do have a couple um, commissioned uh, bouquets I need to put together. Um, yeah, I, I guess we're done emotionally assaulting you. <laughs> yeah. Just like, and with that, Claire will say, Vermillion. It's just a freaking. Uh, yeah, she when that word was in in the previous conversation, um, and it, if, if you did in fact say it there, uh, it does kind of make her skin crawl a little bit, bringing up some again. You can see like uh, the memories just kind of bouncing around in her head, um, kind of bringing out some some bad times. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess, uh, yeah, are we, we heading off then? Because I'm going to join the party. So. Yeah, I'll follow if you guys start leaving. Arthur, what are you doing over there? Get well, over I wanted, yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> I want to do that thing where I do that thing with my eyes, and I'm like doing this to the lady, like a like as I'm walking Very away. Like a... Two little vines are just... <laughs> Ew. Oh, I like that, yeah. He's just a little poke out of his eye. Ugh. That's great. Okay. That was great. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, so Claire knows where the the road kind of meanders out of town to the north uh across that broken weathered sign to vermilion um relay that information yes okay yeah so y'all are y'all heading that way yeah i think so unless anyone has anything else they'd like to do in town 
this is probably you know the last point before like a, what's that called we leave civilization yeah right? this is definitely the last uh checkpoint between here and there um from what you've picked up this is a kind of a windy a path in through into the mountains into the old mining town of vermilion uh, we, we just to reiterate, uh, you have map. We need to look for trickling spring and mushroom grove, right? <laughs> Brent looks and goes, No, this says we need to go that way. Oh, no, wait. Oh, yeah, no. there, you were right. Oh. You were right. I had uh -oh. it up to Oh, Lord. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you, you head up, you start to uh, gain elevation quickly. Uh, that road heading out of uh, Marin. Um, quickly starts to go straight up. Oh, not straight up, but, you know, uh, at a very steep a angle. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, Ginkgo just gave us a D4, so we got another one there. Yay! And, uh, if we don't use these tonight, I have them written down. They will definitely carry over to two weeks from tonight where we continue this. But um, So we'll keep it keeping track. All right. Uh, making your way uh, through... Kind of tough going for those of you maybe not in the best of shape or those of you carrying a lot of gear. You're definitely kind of feeling the toll and uh, getting up and going through some of these uh, these heights and altitudes. Um, kind of you get to a part where it's just switchback after switchback. And then you kind of get up and plateau uh, and, and up there now on this first kind of uh, relief from the the, the incline. Uh, you do see that uh, kind of grove of mushrooms. It is uh, <laughs> rather a sight to see. Um, so that's your first checkpoint that you make through, make it to. These like tree-sized mushrooms? Or... Uh, no, it's just kind of like filling each side of this path. And what you could tell from the path, too, is that you kind of lose the trail every now and then. Like, it's not well-traveled. And some of the mushrooms are starting to intrude onto the path. But you can kind of see some bare spots up ahead. But the, just, uh, you know, like, think standard um, little standard. capped mushrooms. Claire hacks them aside with her short sword to kind of make the path more clear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I already know where this is going. So then Hollows Arthur lets out this little... <gasps> Like a, like a gasp from the back. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but he's too, uh, yeah, he's too scared to say anything. Because I was about to say that Arthur was going to run in and just go like, wee! <laughs> and they start looking at the mushroom and like, these are amazing! And, like, snow angels look, in the mushroom. Yeah. Just kind of take a look at them and just like, hello, little friends. But as soon as Claire cuts one down, yeah, you'll hear like a, like a keep <laughs> from the back. And go, like a, and I, but because we're in the party, I wouldn't get as uh, aggro as the, the, the murderer in the village with the planes. So... I picked up a half mushroom and I hand it to you like Yeah, I'll take it and I'll just like cradle it all sad. <laughs> like it's like a little baby like oh like, I pull out I pull out an anachronistic oh. shoebox. <laughs> no, here I have a better so I'm just gonna take the mushroom though and then gonna like lift my car. I'm just gonna stick it to my body and then it's gonna just like fuse to it and then I'll like, close it. I'll just close Please. it and then Alright. Do we see this? That's good. Uh maybe. Uh oh, hold on. Yeah. You want Sorry. to? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, get him! Get him, Robo! One of those big. Mm. 
No big follows, only medium. Yeah, I follow saw I saw Robo in action right there. He's like, oh, wait a minute. Boom. Yeah, Robo saw it. my eyes light up and was like, why is Jen so excited? And then saw chat and was like, oh, I will God. delete this before she We could have been like famous, it. though. Uh, in yeah. fairness, I do prefer supersized follows, but there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you, Robo. That could have been the one. That could have been the real one yeah. that yeah. all these bots were spaced off of. CG Archie definitely knows how to get those follows. Uh, <laughs> you want me to yeah roll any kind of like uh, stealth? Yeah. Maybe? So if you if you're if you're if you don't think you know, uh, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check. As I, I like the idea of it being like yeah. uh, people can. Make and anybody viral. else give me? Uh, well, we'd probably go passive perception on this. So if your passive perception is above twenty. You would, Ooh, you would so, catch catch eyes on that. Um, I don't have anything extra, but I rolled a total of 20 with my bonuses and everything. So it's yeah, that's high. good. That's good. Uh, yeah, so none of you catch this. Um, I would say the only one that would really have the opportunity would be Snard as he's the one that gave it to you. But maybe you quickly turned away. Uh, yeah, I just wait. Yeah, not picking okay. it up. But you and it does kind of fuse into you. Does it stay there or does it like totally permeate into your body and i take a couple yeah a little bit to get in so it's it's, it's like melting into okay say, like, you can see a little cap for now but it's uh, underneath my cloak too, i like so. that uh go ahead and give yeah. me a, a d20 just a straight d20 roll mm, this what is this fancy 17 Ooh, 17 <laughs> sorry sorry jen i could see your face with all these high rolls and you're like ones and twos and three rolls yeah oh no sad. listen I, I love rolling low in, in tabletop RPGs just it's because, great. like, I will act appalled, but, like, I love the mayhem of the low roll. Yeah, like, I really fun. do. Also, just, if she blows up, it's not it doesn't matter. She's okay. I, I just feel bad because, like, I'm, I'm wasting, like, 20s on, like, mushroom rolls. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love um, it. <laughs> so as you feel that mushroom totally kind of enter your system now, it's no, no longer, uh, you can't see it anymore. It's just kind of filtering its way through your body you start to shrink in size just oh, I love it. in okay. in, yeah. in in marked chunks you just start to oh, before you a... are at stop and settle you are halved uh, yeah. uh i mean mechanically speaking Mario. Yeah, <laughs> mechanically Mario, speaking but... this is the enlarge reduce spell you're on the reduce yeah. side of things um so you are now small um you have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Uh, your weapon shrink to match your new size. Nice. Um, so they deal 1d4 less damage. Yeah, so. I just grabbed the I grabbed it from Thank the you. spell so that I will remember if this. Yeah. And um would you so, say that I actually noticed this or was it Yeah, no, I think you noticed this and I think uh, especially uh, snard, but I think everybody else starts to kind of pick up on this. Um, this as this is a little more obvious. Hey, buddy, I've, I've seen you do that sleep thing before, and you do some weird stuff. Is this normal? Like, I do you just shrink? And, yeah, just from what you said, he'll be like, like uh, <laughs> actually, no, this is all, this is totally new. Um, and I just, like, I'm on the floor, I guess I feel like I'm, like, tiny. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Actually, I will mention then. So I'll say, it's probably because of those mushrooms, though, if I had to guess. And then I will gesture towards these mushrooms. Or did you have someone on your dad's side that was a halfling? <laughs> as far as I can tell, no. So as, gonna, yeah. as the resident uh, um, traveling bard, I would pick up the mushroom and be like, 
I take mushrooms all the time and then like eat one to see what happens. Yeah, to confirm it. Yeah. Team small. Yeah, team small. Team small. All right, give what me, happens? Uh, give me a d20 roll. Is my music is my music tiny now? Do yeah. I sound like an Alvin and the Chipmunk? Be- oh, 16! Oh, you Woo-hoo! become a one-eighthling. <laughs> um, one-eighth. <laughs> yeah, so again, as you kind of pop a piece in your mouth, you begin to <laughs> shrink down um, very much a la Alice in Wonderland where it's just like <laughs> in, in these okay. marked sections and you are now half your size and reduced. Satyrs are already pretty, like I'm, I'm already 4'10", so I'm now two <laughs> feet and five inches tall. Satyrs are tiny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah, so the... Uh, <laughs> Brent, you are now towering over two of your party members. Uh, Brent's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone stop eating mushrooms. Start climbing up Brent's back. Wait. I'm like, wee! Yeah, I'm going yeah, to start running around like, wee! Like a circle yeah. around him. Oh, no. Oh, I can't handle this. Yeah, Don't gonna... eat the mushroom. Can I? And then I snort a mushroom. By accident or just because? Oh, on purpose. You uh, says don't eat. Oh, I should do something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. It just the cap just gets kind of lodged in your nose, like you stuck mm-hmm. a grape in there, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of bulbousy. Um, and you're like maybe trying to shrink yourself, yeah. but nothing's happening. It's just, it doesn't it's work just... on bugbears. I can confirm that as it's stuck in my nose, and I don't notice. Yeah. Uh, Claire, you're gonna end up with all these like Claire, how you like, doing over babies. there? <laughs> yeah, like Muppet babies, and you're just taking care of all these. Like, just carry them. So, all. <laughs> I don't think Brent is going to take one, so most of the party will be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, accidentally snorted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I would like to say, uh, is it possible for me to collect some of these and just take them? Yeah, definitely. Put them in. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna take like a handful. For yeah. fun times. Um, well, We're you can only get so many half a handful <laughs> right now because you're smaller. Okay, one half. Well, wait, <laughs> wait until the next time they serve fish surprise. <laughs> oh, I was gonna give you random d10, and I rolled a one, but I think you can get more okay. than one. Okay, we'll say um, you get five. Handful. We'll say you get five, okay. you get like five or six. Okay, um, let's say five. That's yeah. cool. You know, that's no fun. Let's just have one. <laughs> I'm gonna put five weird <laughs> mushrooms when I put um, on my screen. But y- you're about l- probably like two or three hours into the journey, um, and you know it's it's a day or two, at, at least two days. So, softy DM, um, how am I being a softy? <laughs> I could have had Cause one because they didn't have to do a con one. save. No, I think it's because he gave me more than one. Oh yeah, I gave you more than one. I would have, it's one time. But yeah, I guess in my little form, I'd be like, is this where we're going to stop for tonight? Or what do you, what do you guys think? Can we keep going? Um, Brent, Brent. Uh, it doesn't... Puffs and says, oh, yeah. do I need to carry you people? We need to, we need to make some time here. And I was already climbed on you. <laughs> I'm already <Yeah>. up there. <laughs> Mechanically, we don't, we don't get slowed, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, we are, we do have tiny legs. Now, tiny so. legs. You just take more steps, but at the same speed. Yeah. Oh, I'm so like, creepy. Yeah, the animation is like toddler feet. Like, yeah, feet to get oh man. So another side story. My daughter and I went hiking the other day, and we each have like little step trackers. And she's all, she always has more steps than me, and it's like she's got smaller legs. Just she's keeping up. Yeah. She's keeping yeah. up. But so, are you continuing on? Sorry, side story. Yeah. 
Yeah, what time of the day? Yeah, because it's it's, still... um, it's it's probably getting around noontime at this point, three hour oh. into the uh, into yeah, the uh, the hike here. So we got time. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I think we yeah, can you can put some farther. some more uh, trail behind you. Uh, those of you with those longer legs are kind of having an easier time getting up and over any debris that's across the trail. Any any um, any obstacles? You're even able to kind of see ahead a little further and pick up where the trail pick uh, get where the trail picks up as it's grown over in spots. Uh, but you, you move on, you keep, keep trucking along. Um, you do get to the point, probably about like five, six hours. I mean, I assumed you guys stopped and ate and did some stuff, uh, and feel free to, to interject if you'd like, but five, six hours starting to get towards that, that nighttime. You do hear the, uh, the kind of trickling sounds of that, uh, uh, that spring that was uh, pointed out to you on the map. And uh, Brent, how close is the spring to, the, to our destination? Uh, looks about halfway, but with the terrain, I can't really tell. Okay. Perhaps yeah, pr we Probably should, another uh... third. Like, I would say you're about okay. two-thirds of the overall way there. So... Um... Do we want to? You could push through for the night, folks, or you could get there fairly early in the in the morning. Yeah, are we still small? Is, if... uh, yeah, I should say after an hour. Sorry, <laughs> you all kind of just in mid stride, uh, jam sitting on top of Brent's uh, on his horns, just get back up to normal. I'm still only I'm still only four foot ten. Like I'm still yeah. pretty tiny, yeah. so it's not a uh, it's not a huge difference. But also, it throws you off, and I probably fall off. <laughs> yeah, it hurt. But an hour because it's six feet. I take damage because I fell six feet. <laughs> oh no. lord, because he's so tall. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, we'll... <laughs> roll a d six. <laughs> no, he he stumbles, but he lets you down. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does anybody else think maybe the people disappeared because they ate so many mushrooms that got really, really small? <laughs> yeah. You should try to eat two mushrooms next time. Oh, yeah, see what happens. Oh my yeah. god. But yeah. um, as, as far as how far to go, uh, looking at the map, do you think we could set up camp to where it would be only a two-hour trek into town? So that way we can get there, we can start our day in the morning, like wake up at five. And have the most amount of daylight. That's a good idea. I, I like that I, idea. I'm getting but some hints that daylight is the only thing that will keep us safe. I don't want to enter this town in the dark, but yeah, and I don't yeah. want to be too close to it in the dark either. So I'm hoping two hours away. It's a random guess of a buffer. Okay. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Or right, I like that plan. Would that make us exhausted to trek that much? Uh, no, you could you could put in a few more hours before okay. uh, exhaustion Sweet. would kind of become a factor. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, so you gonna, can push past the spring. I'm, I'd like to try to scoop up some of the spring in a canteen. Yeah, yeah. You're after seeing the mushrooms. I'm kind of thinking maybe there's other <laughs> weird stuff going on here. Yeah, no, that was a, that's a good um, point. Yeah. Do Do you want the weird stuff? I, I oh let's do it always um, oh, I, yeah, drink. I drink I drink yeah, yeah. I so <laughs> there was and I crossed it off but since you brought it up I'll I'll, I'll do it all right let's do a mini yeah so like that let's say I that uh let's say that he got some water yeah he he approached the stream right, Brent has already lapped some up <laughs> okay yeah. all right so the like the, as, maybe as we were making this plan we were at the springs yeah drinking water right. and making this plan there you go <laughs> uh Brent. You get 
your ears that are kind of, you know, not as flappy, more, more kind of out, start to go down. And they're very uh, donkey-like. Start to just elongate, kind of hang down next to your, your jowls there. And kind of as you're taking, you know, you take a drink and then you take a couple steps away from the, the, the spring. They kind of slap the side of your face a little bit. Snard, snard. As you walk away, you now have three eye stalks that are growing out of the top of your head. <laughs> Sorry. Functional? Functional, uh, yeah, a collected vision uh, in a sense. I mean, there are some mechanical benefits here. Don't look at me. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> Don't like look. eat a mushroom. Um, but yeah, so you you have grown some eye stalks. Brent, your ears have gotten longer. Do I hear the same, or do I hear? Uh, you seem to be picking up better. Like the the sound of the water kind of hitting and splashing, and then kind of spraying out. It's like you can almost hear the mist traveling through the air as it's coming through. Whoa, guys. <laughs> you hear that? It's almost like you're on mushrooms. I drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many benefits. I drink the water. All right. Uh, give, well, I'll, I'll let you do it. Give me a, a D4 roll. Your arms Great. start glowing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three. So you, do you have horns as a satyr? I do. Yeah, so kind of out through the horn, two eye stalks come out. Okay. They're kind of now oh, checking Lord. the area. Um, I'm going to look to Stop Claire. copying my work. Yeah, so I'm going to look to Claire because, uh, again, I, I'm very susceptible to peer pressure. And I'm just going to be like, Claire, are you going to drink some water too? Or is this oh, God, doing no. this? Okay, so as long as someone says, I was like, okay, good, because I I didn't want to be the only one that didn't have extra eyes or extra... Yeah, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. I can see Astra, feelings. Astra's yeah. like, Astra back, at, back in Marin is like, I should have told them not to eat or drink oh. anything on the way up there, or they will be lost forever, and Claire's the only one that returns. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you guys, are, you forgot about those mushroom and water fields? Yeah. Yeah, don't okay. do that. I would like to make sure my canteen is full of this water, though. It seems very interesting. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you so fill, you back, fill your canteen. Yeah, and I'll turn back to Claire. I'll be like, so this plan that you were talking about, that we should get closer to the, the village, right? Just <laughs> 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 pretend like I don't yeah. see these things. So the sun does start to go down, and, and it starts to get dark pretty quickly. Uh, but you are going to make your way another probably two or three hours to get to that spot where you're within uh, a, an easy reach of Vermilion in the morning. I, uh, I elect that the people that were augmented be the uh, the point to listen and to watch for things now. Well, if it lasted that many hours. It's still hanging as you get to camp. Your your donkey ears oh. and your eyes. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are on point. Please, please look out for things and hear for things. Uh, you do find kind of... Um, 
another area kind of off trail that does open up a little bit. There is some underbrush, some trees growing up. Uh, but you could, with a little bit of uh, time and maintenance, you could clear out a spot to set up, uh, yeah, set up any kind of sleeping arrangement you'd like. Okay. Yeah. So I think we, yep. I would say we start setting up camp then. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You can just roll over the temp HP because I'll do the same thing the next day. I can do it okay. after every short, or after every rest rest that we have. Perfect. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Okay. Any uh, pre-sleep rituals we'd like to do? Yeah, I think Arthur's gonna neatly roll out his thing and like place like a little like what would be a D and D toothbrush and a brush <laughs> and all nice and, and neat on the side of there as he he's attempting to go to sleep and that's what he always does in this bed. Setting all those things perfect. Yeah, okay. All right. How's everyone else doing? I kind of um, dig a hole in the ground and nestle up into it. <laughs> Just get some dirt on me. I'm I'm good. Uh, I don't know how meta this is. Like, how good of a party are we? Because technically, we should have a watch, but I don't know if any of us would. Like, is anyone? No, like Claire will is going to suggest watches, but she's going to make a a small fire that also will be um, like kind of covered. Like, you dig a hole and then you like do some wood and then you try to cover it so it'll have some heat okay. and definitely oh. smoke. But, and low, very low light. Very okay. nice. Um, I do have to say, Cranky Old Mage just donated $20 saying, Mwah. What? <laughs> so oh, no. With that. Thank you. With yeah, that. Thank you so much. I need down. everybody to give me a deck save. A oh. deck save. Give me a deck save. Hmm. Like save. Okay. I had something special set aside. Okay, ooh, so, ooh, ooh. Oh. My dex isn't correct in this, so it's going to be plus one to whatever this is. Okay. Welp! Well, it's hot. Yeah, you Nice. Nice. Brent. <laughs> and Arthur. Uh-oh. Hmm. As you're kind of setting up camp, Arthur, and you're kind of meticulously putting your things about, out of the corner of your eye, you see this the kind of like a, a little, just a floaty, like something floating. Not not like bug-like or anything, just, you know, almost like a, a piece of pollen or or, or uh, uh, we have like cottonwood trees where I live That's that you always see them floating there. around. And it hits right in your eye. Brent, how are you setting up your camp? Uh, yeah, I was I was pitching my tent. Okay, so as you're you're setting up your poles and stringing out your uh, your tarp, same thing coming around. Just you get a couple in your eyes and it makes you blink for a little bit. And I need both of you to give me a Constitution saving throw. Ooh, this is a new one. The the high rollers. Yeah. Oh, was it uh, both two people? Did yeah, both uh, both you, uh, Arthur and Brent. Con yeah, you got scoring your Yeah. Sorry, sorry, my bad. My bad. I heard I heard the one. Here's mine. So I got a twelve. Sorry. Twelve and twelve. <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. Cranky. It's... All of a sudden, let the bodies hit the floor starts playing in the background. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> It's um, me. I'm playing it. <laughs> yay! <laughs> Your eyes start to itch a little bit. 
and then a lot. Okay. And then you feel you you get uh, in that in the eye that this floaty landed starts to get blurry, and then you feel like tears coming down your your cheek. Oh, okay. Do I see tears rolling down their cheek when I look at them? You see blood. Yep, okay, that's what I thought. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Damn. Does my eye look okay? Yeah, we, we, we're both going, how does it look? You are bleed. You're bleeding from your face. Um, what? Bleeding from your face. Ooh. Claire has her short sword. I think we have to take your eyes out. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I roll a medicine check <laughs> before Claire takes <laughs> eyes out? <laughs> Just let's do this. Uh, yeah, you better. <laughs> Okay, it's a it's a three it's a plus three. God dang it! Yeah. I rolled it fine. It's yeah. a nine. I'm I, sorry. I love the failures because you're thinking yes, this is the only way out. I didn't is think it... to cut out their eyes. He's okay, Claire. Is okay. We have a way to give them new eyes, and I hold up the jug of water. Oh, oh lord. Oh. Yeah. So they have Do those new see? eyes. Wait. Wait. It's I just do? blurry. No, no, you're it's blurry. You're I'm fine. Wait, before you do that, I mean, I'm just a bugbear, but odds of that working seem like vermilion to one to me. I don't I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, you could lose your eyes permanently, and I don't know about you, but I like seeing stuff. Like, sometimes I see food, I see, like, gold, uh, swords, uh, dead foes is one I really like. You might not be able to do any of that if this goes wrong. Those are uh, some valid points. The first thing I want to ask is, is this a wound, um, would you say, in, in the IDM? Is this a wound? Um, I don't think it's as much a wound as it is a kind of condition. Um, what, what do you, what are you trying to play with here? Oh, if there's pain, it's mainly for role play. I was going to, uh, there, there is pain, uh, mostly, uh, itchiness. Um, and then, the um, just the, your eye is going blurry you know, or your eyesight is going blurry and, uh, just the kind of the, you know, what that brings about. That's not necessarily so think, pain, but it is um, it is manifesting mm-hmm. and in your actions. So I think Arthur's just gonna be like, "What's everyone? What's everyone looking at?" And then I'm gonna look over at Brent and then see that his eyes bleeding and he's in pain. I'm gonna I'm gonna just be like, "Oh, ow, ow, my my eye, it's bleeding and it hurts. I ow," and I'm just like copying him because it doesn't really he doesn't really feel it. It's like not. It's like ow, 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 ow. <laughs> um, and actually, I think I'm going to try, since we are going to rest, uh, I'll try casting heal- Healing Word on myself to see if it will heal the wound. Okay. On yourself. So I, yeah, just to see if it actually does anything. Yeah. This is like a, an effect that can do um, so I, mean, I can you, roll if you want. As you you say those words of, of healing, mm-hmm. you feel almost like taking a, uh, like a, a cool rag and putting it over, over your eye. And kind of, you feel a, a sense of cooling relief for a second, but then as soon as the the effects of that that uh, spell kind of go out, that same burning, itching, bleeding is back. Lasting for more than four hours. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Time <laughs> um, to see a doctor. Yeah, I'm gonna just look at the rest of the group and just be like, "Well, that's what I got. What does everyone else suggest?" Claire's just gonna be like. Like slapping her knife in the hand, like just let me know. You know what? I just Claire, had a stay moment. Stay away from me. <laughs> no, I say go in. I just had a moment of clarity. I think you're right, Claire. 
I think I think I think you just should stab them eyes out. I mean, you just tried healing, didn't work. You know, nope, I will fight you off. Part of life. Yeah, but I believe in consent, so you know. Um, I mean, bugbears practice emphatic consent. I agree, but I mean, maybe them eyes need to come out too, though. So, um, McMastodon, as a player, I was going to ask, what would you like to do? Because <laughs> I'm not sure how to take this. Oh, did we give the mature stream uh, warning already? Too? Yeah, let, let's, let me pause there. Uh, Featherfall After Dark here, folks. This this could be some uh, mature content. Uh, so, you know, 18 plus. So, like Billy Zed says, if you're under 18, get the heck out of here. Also, I forgot to mention, we are taking donations for the ASPCA. So you can donate to the channel. Half of that donation will go directly to the ASPCA, which I think, I think 80 or 90% of all donations go directly to the animals, uh, to helping the animals. Uh, so, so it's a pretty good return there. The other half goes back into the channel, uh, keeps content coming your, your way, uh, and, and keeping the channel afloat. So, uh, and I should say with those donations, we do, it does trigger a roll on a uh, on some charts we have to, can affect the game. $2 donation, kind of a small event. $5 donation getting a little bit bigger. Those $20 donations are going to be uh, kind of game-changing. So those are there for you. Also, you can spend channel points to help the players out, giving them a D4, giving them advantage, a re-roll, uh, and things like that. Uh, or you can save them for VIP. Uh, I'll leave that up to you. But, and I uh, would like to point out <laughs> that these eyes ble bleeding and popping out was a $20 donation effect. And so we that, may be that blind was true. That was true. Because somebody paid for it. So Yes. <laughs> okay. So now you're paying for it. Um, I should say, as you've had a minute now uh, kind of dealing with this, uh, you can still see out of your eye, but it is... Um, kind of bouts of, of blurriness coming in, and then the, the blood is rather annoying. You have to keep kind of, you know, wiping it from the corner of your eye. But you can still function, mechanically speaking. Ah, uh, no, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so, yeah, same question right. to, to the player. Like, what? Do you, how are you feeling, McMaston? Because I don't know how to fix this. Yeah, Brent is Brent is not happy. He's gonna freak it out. Um, I guess he would he'd grab some water and like throw some water in his face and try to swish out whatever contaminant got in there because there was like a floaty thing right and we we could see yeah. it coming yeah and, it was like yeah. um like a little piece of uh we have cottonwood trees mm -hmm. where I'm at and you can just see them floating all over uh so it was a little little piece came into your eye and you, was it glowing though? Was it? No, it was. It was more just like oh, okay. you know, like the 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 dandelion wishes. The uh, you know, you yeah, like one of those only smaller. Um, it's not really glowing, but you could definitely um, see. So, so Brent at this point is going to be furiously trying to flush stuff out of his eyes, and and every time he flushes the water and he sees that it's coming up all red and bloody, he gets a little more anxious. Um. Does anybody know a lot about the woods? Uh, I don't have a ton of information. I don't know a lot regarding nature, but maybe if somebody else was good with that, maybe they could try and figure out what this is and tell me what this is. I'm going to level with you. I grew up in the woods. I don't know fucking thing about it. I, I, I haven't read a single book in my life. I just know a how to eat book about nature. Not a single book about nature. I, 
Um, anybody? Anybody? So I'll slowly raise my hand uh, and just be like, I, I know a little about nature as a oh, druid. Oh, thank goodness. Yes, yeah, so thank goodness, the druid. Well, now I'm, I'm being nice now. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess that's a good point. Being a circle of the sports druid, would I have noticed what these particles were? Or could I kind of identify maybe what was floating yeah, around? Yeah, so you can, I'll, a couple of rules you can make here. You can give me a medicine check or a nature check. Um, maybe, yeah. Whichever one's going to be better for you. I guess medicine. Here, I will roll that. Ooh. I rolled for podcast land. <laughs> a 21 total. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, you've you've seen this a few times, and being of the spore variety, uh, you're. it took you a second. It was the shock, initial shock that kind of made you pause and forget some things. But as you've now had a, some time to sit and think about it, uh, you know that this is a, a sort of spore that has made it into your eye that is causing um, what, it, what you know as sight rot. And the longer it persists and, and goes untreated, the worse your vision becomes, uh, eventually causing blindness. You do know, with that roll of a 21, you do know that there is a, a flower that can be turned into an ointment. Um, the eyebright flower can be found and turned into an ointment. Uh, and you also know that there are some arcane, um, straight-up magic that can be used to uh, heal this. Okay. We so, yeah. had a run-in with a florist. Is yeah. there any chance? <laughs> how far away are we from uh, that florist? Yeah, you're a, you're a solid day's travel. Uh, by the yeah, time you made it far. here, it was, it was yeah. late in the evening. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, know, like everybody. Hours. Yeah, we, we ain't going back. I'm sorry. Yeah. So how I, much I time do I'll... we have, Arthur? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say we have a little bit of time, but if we don't treat it soon, we're probably gonna go blind. Yeah. The good news is there's a cure. The bad news is it's probably not here right now in this area. So, um, if you can bear it for a little bit, maybe we can get treated later. It wouldn't happen to be this, would it? And I pull out the flower that I got that was way too fragile that we're not going to put on the grave that ended I... up being an albatross around my neck. Yeah. That would not it... be the right one. Oh, <laughs> stupid bad flower. I throw it to the what ground does... and I stomp it. Arthur, what does the eyebright flower look like? Oh, God. Um, it looks <laughs> like... Let me go. Um, you can... Like that's bright. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to... This... Yeah, it's it's of the bulbous variety. Um, it actually is a uh, parasite that grows on trees. Um, T technically, it, more uh, yeah, swamp swampland. Swampland. There you go. It's it's mainly found in the swamp. There you go. Uh, Are we near a swamp? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not. Probably not. No, that would be kind of out of the ordinary, being up as high as you are. Okay. There can be some, you know, some alpine lakes up there, but. Not not so much swamp, like more more snow melt, uh, a fresher. Yeah, but uh, DM would would it be safe to say with this knowledge I have that we can last for a little bit before we have to get it cured? Like, uh, uh, with that, you know, you have about five days before total blindness. Okay, so I'll, I'll let I'll let uh, Brett know that we have at least five days. So we, maybe when we get back to town. Um, we're just going to have to live with the permanent penalty from a $20 donation <laughs> for the rest of this uh, adventure. 
Okay. Okay. So, so. Well, let's get out of here before that happens again. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe not camp here. I don't want no bleedy eyes. All right, so we're breaking camp already. <laughs> I mean, I think we bleedy just barely. Eyes. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, I think we we don't want to camp too close to town because mm -hmm. uh, being there at night doesn't sound like a good idea. So right now we're about either an hour or two hours away. So Claire's probably gonna stay here. Oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't see any spores. Well, I was gonna suggest at least moving uh, upwind from the spores, maybe, just so that we're not in the yeah, in the bleedy eyes as everyone's calling it now uh, zone. So, bleedy uh, eyes zone. Around. My least favorite Sonic level. <laughs> Brent's gonna look around to see if he sees like a rock, a high rock outcropping or something that he can crawl up to, take his bed roll up for the night, and uh, maybe be a little safer up there. Uh, yeah, you can. You see, like a little soft trodden game trail. Uh, you know what you would probably assume is mountain goat trail, kind of heading up. There is kind of a, a perch out there, like a little overlook that looks kind of down on the trail and then down um, in the distance. You can't see uh, Marin, but it would be down that way. But yeah, you can make it up there. Okay, so I'm gonna head up here, guys. Anybody who doesn't snore is welcome to join me. <laughs> Uh, and I will be uh, meditating in the morning and see you guys at daybreak. Okay. Yeah, there's a. Or will you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brent, uh -oh, bad choice of words. <laughs> Brent, where you're at up on that perch, there is a little bit more of a, a breeze coming through, kind of pushing any uh, remnants of uh, floaties along. Everybody else just kind of where they're at next to the trail? I think we're, we're yeah. Okay. We're good. Yeah. All right. I, I whispered to, to uh, Bar Jovi, and I'm like, I heard meditants want to clear and empty their head, but did they mean the blood in their face, too? It seems a bit extreme. Yeah, I'm not sleeping under them. Yeah, <laughs> they no. can sleep up in the tree. I'm going to find another place. I don't want to get blood dripped on me. Yeah, I don't want that either. And I put a blindfold on. Oh, God. To cover my eyes from any foreign substances yeah. before I go to sleep. And you do have a few extra stocks that you gained <laughs> yeah so what uh, I... you'll need some other caps right your three other eyes yeah <laughs> um so yeah you all kind of get comfortable it takes you a little bit uh at this altitude kind of a new location uh it takes you a little bit some of the new afflictions that you've you've had uh added onto your body it takes you a little bit to get settled but you all eventually find your sleep um wake up in the morning and it's it's pretty chilly. There's a, a a solid level of like morning dew, but has kind of frosted over, um, kind of all over your 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 sleeping bags and everything. Uh, and Arthur and Brent, you're at day one with sight rot, and you have a negative one to attacks and any checks for sight. So attacks and sights yes. uh, rolls. And if you get to negative five, each day adds a, a new negative one. If you get to okay. negative five, you go blank. And you, you would know that from your, your previous medicine check. But mechanically speaking, now you each have a negative one. Ooh, that's uh, not nice. Being a harsh DM. No, I mean, it's part of <laughs> that was a donation roll, so that's it. That's what they are. 
but yeah, sun sun is cresting over uh, the mountainous terrain. You're all uh, alive. Some worse for wear, but ready to make that hour-long trek into Vermilion. Claire starts clapping loudly. Let's go. We only got so much daylight. Let's go. Move, move. Uh, I think uh, Arthur is going to come out of the tree line. Or if there, are there trees around here or any kind of foliage? Uh, there are. They're kind of pretty sparse. Um, no, no dense forests up this way. Most of it is like um, smaller shrubbery, like uh, rhododendrons that do grow uh, to a pretty good size up here, but they are not trees. There are a few trees, but uh, definitely not forest-like. Okay. Then I'll just say um, Arthur uh, comes out of a bush then. Because uh, sometime during the night, his body skittered in, but yeah, it wasn't in the spot where anyone saw him the night before. <laughs> but but I'm back. I just I just walk out of the bush like nothing happened, um, and I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah. Anyone else? Coming down. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So still, irritation in your eye, uh, Arthur and Brent. Steady stream of blood. Um, not, not a steady stream, but you know, like when your eyes water, it's just a constant watering. Uh, and there we are. (laughs) Are you following the trail continuing on? Yeah. So I was going to say, maybe I think we're starting, right? We start heading towards the town during the day. Yeah. Okay. So another mile after mile about by the time you get to about the third mile, hour in you start to see the trail kind of open up and into this um it's almost a basin and you see remnants of buildings and eerily quiet you can tell plants and wildlife have overtaken the crumbling houses uh leafless vines climb rotting walls birds and other small creatures nest in the exposed rafters and gnarled trees protrude from the fallen roofs of a few buildings overcast sky adds an air of oppression to the scene seeming to envelop this village so it is kind of the sunken basin that um it's almost like there's a the overcast is being held within this basin a little bit um and previously where you were up above it kind of seemed like a clear uh, nice day and i will move you to a map So you should be see that towards the bottom of the map. I hope Uh, if you want to drag your tokens, you are on that main um, thoroughfare. I will move our viewers to the battle map. There we go. This is a big map. Let me zoom in a little. It's a big boy. Yeah. All right. It's a horrible name. Candle keep TBD Echo Knight. <laughs> did you grab the? I know what I'm doing. It's fine. <laughs> I got this. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So if uh, everybody else can drag their tokens out there, if you need help with that, let me know. Uh, Brent, I got no. you. I got you. There you go. Or I put you on the wrong, wrong layer. There you go. Secretly, <laughs> I was hanging around on that DM layer, you know. It's way better than that uh, lighting layer. <laughs> All right, so you do make your way into this town, and you see those crumbling buildings that are kind of uh, 
on each side of this main path going through. Um, again, eerily quiet, overcast once you kind of drop down into this basin. Uh, but there you are. Claire, that's out. Finally. Okay, why are we here? <laughs> um, well, we were just supposed to figure out if it was real. Uh, so that part's pretty good. But we did promise to put those flowers on uh, Arthur's wife's grave. Flowers, grave, got it. I mean, that was our Arthurial intent. <laughs> oh, his oh. name is Lucas. My name's Arthur. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. It's been two months. Oh, it's all good. Mm -hmm. so, all good. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It gave me a chance to make a dumb joke. I'm good with it. <laughs> but yeah, maybe um, we should look for that tree uh, with, with the grave. Looks like there might be a big tree up ahead. Is there? Let's see. Oh, yeah. As you can kind of make your eyes down this main thoroughfare, you do see that main gnarled tree or a tree center of town uh, that Lucas was talking about. I'd like to try to uh, hug the sides of the dilapidated buildings and okay. approach the tree with some amount of stealth or caution. Okay. okay. Uh, give I'll me also a... attempt to be stealthy. Yeah. Oh. If we're being stealthy, give me some stealth checks. I can do that. Oh, wait. Let me double check something. Oh, yeah. So because I'm wearing my heavy armor, I Would... guess this is question for you would stealth checks be a vision thing i mean i'm doing it so of course it's a vision i think that um, that might depend <laughs> if the stealth aspect was trying to hide behind something then you would likely be impaired in finding something that you could hide behind but if you're just trying to be quiet mm -hmm. that i would say vision doesn't matter if yeah. anything you might be more attuned to the noises you're making yeah actually up to you. Let us know. I have this advantage oh, anyway. Is... I'm going to say it's a wash. You're slightly <laughs> shittier in the eyesight. You're slightly more tuned in the yeah. ear, ear holes. Yeah, I like it. Uh, no, you'll have just normal checks for those of you with the eye rot. Well, I rolled a Since... five and a nine, Ooh. so I have a five anyway. <laughs> so that sucks either way. Since we are doing kind of a group stealth check, I will, we'll just let it go a, a single roll. Um, all right. So we got 13, yeah, I, I come 21. Up... An eight. Yeah, I accidentally rolled twice, but I'll take that first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the first one, yeah. Cool. I'll just come up behind uh, Snard and be like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, just really loud, because I rolled a five. Why is everybody sneaking? Yeah, wow, you guys are really quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah, you rolled an eight, I just noticed. <laughs> okay. You can't take these folks with bleedy eyes anywhere, you know? It's just... Um, so, yeah, you are kind of like tiptoeing across, kind of taking cues from your surroundings, being a little eerie, being a little uh, out of place, uh, moving through. And, uh, Claire, as you get to that intersection where you're at, you see out of the corner of your, your, your left eye down. Uh, let me see. I forgot how to do things. Oh, it helps if I, I'm on the pointer. Sorry, folks. Uh, you see out of your left eye kind of going down that path in between those two buildings. You see a shadowy figure kind of uh, dart through, kind of dart away. Just, like, just for a uh, second. Some, uh, must be some, some wildlife 
kind of looks around, realizing that there's probably no wildlife noises. And Snard, as Claire says that, you hear the crackling of like leaves and twig, like footsteps, kind of like moving through the forest. Just just one, two, and then it's go- it's gone. Okay, I'm gonna ready my glaive. Just try to be per- perceptive of what's going on. Aware. Uh, friend, and thanks for the gifted sub to Artifacts Umbra. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, I I don't want to force your hand here, but one more gift, and we're at that one. Oh. You know. <laughs> be, you know. Well, you know, I mean, not to be one that caves to peer pressure or anything. But... Um, for those of you that can't see it, it would be 69 gifted subs. <laughs> there it is. You so, know what? Guava I'm Jack. Feeling pretty nice. nice about that. <laughs> nice. That's the sex nice. number. Uh, yeah. Featherfall After Dark, folks. Um, <laughs> what? That's a sex number? I would it's have never number? done that. Jen, let's go. <laughs> I am out. I am appalled. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, you, uh, Claire, you see something dart. Snard, you hear a, a crackling of leaves and some twigs. Just a one-two step and out of there. Moving a little more cautiously. Um, yeah. Okay. Claire turns to Arthur since he seems to be the most uh, knowledgeable Uh like, are we supposed to kill anything here? I thought there was going to be nothing here. Um, I know there's no people. Um, so then we can ignore it. It's not part of the mission. Well, also, yeah, I'm trying to look around. Like, what's everyone looking at? What's 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 going on? And I can't see. Potential threats. <laughs> um, Potential yeah, threats uh, is my confirmation name, actually. Yeah. Unless someone in the group goes towards that shadow, I'm not going to head that okay. way. I ain't afraid of my own shadow, I say when uh, you say that, and I start to head towards the shadow. Oh, you do? All right. So should one yeah. of us just run to the tree, leave the flower, and then we could just get the heck out of here? <laughs> it's like tag. Like, oh, tag. oh <laughs> I'm willing to do that. That sounds like big fun. Um, I'm I'm just curious uh, who's still here, if, if everyone's been gone for 70 years. And I'll start, I'll follow. Be... Could be, sorry. Could be monsters. Did you guys, what did you guys see? Is it just wildlife? Bandits. I don't know. I saw Body. nothing. With my <laughs> Could be some darn kids playing <laughs> pranks on us. As you move past that, that road way. going to the left, you hear faint whispers, the faintest of whispers. Back behind this building. Kind of coming from the other side of you now that you're kind of focused over here. Here's some whispers. Oh, behind now? Yeah. Like to the other side? Yep. I think that building's talking to us. Buildings mm. don't talk. Eyes don't weep blood either. <laughs> We're in a whole new ball game. I mean, they do if you stab them. And I, I kind of wink. <laughs> oh, did you stab them? Oh, I respect you now. All these people that can oh. wink still. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to get surrounded. Maybe we should kind of check out what's going on uh, just in case it is danger. I, I think that's not the worst idea I ever did here. Um, but but someone someone else go first. And I'm just going to hide behind the group. Like, 
I'm a Get scholar. out there. You, and I point at the, the creature whose name I forgot. Oh, something. Which I'm one? Gonna... Which way? Which one? So many non-humans. Um, Snard. 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 Right here. Snard. Snard. There we go. I've, I've yeah. never been accused of being subtle. Let's do this. I got your back. If if it's a bear, make yourself big. Big bear. Done. Big bear, chase me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <Sonics. laughs> big bear. Big bear, chase. Great outdoors. Uh... <laughs> All right, yeah. so we're going to look behind this building. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So yeah, as you kind of creep up and look, peer behind the back of that building, you see just another set of buildings, dilapidated houses, vines growing through. Some of them have trees uh, protruding through the roof. Make me a perception check, anyone that is there peeking. If, Brent, if you're doing it, it's a minus one. Um, <laughs> I think... Snard, you have advantage because you have a couple eye stalks that okay. are now, uh, you know, there from the uh, the misty waters that you drink from. So that's a 20 for Snard and a 10 minus one, nine for uh, Brent. You, you see and hear nothing. Did you come back here? You don't even, there's not even like the rustling of leaves, the snapping of twigs. This building doesn't even seem to have a mouth. I don't know how it's whispering at us. Yeah, tricky building. Well, I don't know. This town seems pretty weird. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap on the wall of the building, not to make a loud noise, but to just kind of satisfy my curiosity about if something responds. Okay. As you tap on that, Claire. In your mind, you hear those whispers. Only you can hear them at this point. I guess I don't know he's tapping, though. So. I'll be like, ah, oh, those whispers are loud, I say in my general vicinity. Um, what whispers? What I didn't whispers? Hear... Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Listen, don't prank me. <laughs> I, I'm, too, I'm too nervous to prank you right now. Do I seem That's like the type? I always say... And I'm going to cower a little bit from this very aggressive lady. Uh, Jam, how are you doing in the back there? Uh, Jam got some interference uh, in her horns, <laughs> and she was hearing a message from her work right, that she gotcha. had to answer. And so she is... <laughs> oh, no. You're called out. Uh, so she is... No worries. Jam. No, it's just okay. Jam. I know what's yeah, been oh. going on. I'm ready yeah. to fight. I just know the building is whispering to, to us. Right. Okay, okay. Just... We're going to fight no worries, some buildings. No I don't like whenever inanimate objects are talking to me. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I attack the building. No, uh, I make it back and I say, I didn't see nothing. Didn't hear nothing. Well, did you stab anything? No, but I, I slapped it. I slapped it good. <laughs> Just stab. Cranky old mage with the advantage. Thank you. Well, thank you. We do have two D4s, a reroll, and an advantage in there. So there we go. Um, as you're all now kind of like collecting yourself here, you do see that uh, tree as described by Lucas uh, kind of sitting in the center of town. And beyond that, you see a, a stately building um, a grand two-story brick house fallen prey to the same time and elements that the other houses 
uh, are, are fighting against. But this definitely has the make of um, like either a, a mayor's house, community center, some center point in town. Um, definitely standing out, even in its dilapidated uh, state. Yeah, uh, I, I think um, if you guys didn't find anything, maybe we should just make our way to that tree as fast as we can. And I'm going to start speed walking. Who's got the flower? <laughs> oh, shoot. Not me. <laughs> but me. I don't think I, I think I think I have a flower, but it wasn't the flower we decided on. I just bought a random flower, if I remember. <laughs> oh, right. if I remember it's correctly true. from the review, I think Jam has it begrudgingly because of well, because of the um, I know that that Jam was very suspicious of the lady because of like, yeah. a one roll, but she, she took it the sweetest. But she took thing. it anyway. And so I think Jam has the flower. Okay. That's, that's what I remember. Is it is it an orange flower? No. Yeah, mm. sure. I have Lucas's favorite flower is orange written in my notes. Again, I yeah, said I have sure. really weird right. flower. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> Get up yeah, there. I've got it. I've got it, and I'm like, I'm ready to do I, a thing, and I walk forward. Because I want to get looking back to over town. at the building, being like, like looking at the building as I'm walking away because I don't trust the building as well as the flower shop lady. Okay. And uh, and I walk up and I place, I I attempt to approach the tree. Yeah. And I stopped. <laughs> as you as you get closer to that kind of fork in the road, there, you you see that this tree is bare. Um, standing in the middle of this, this lawn in front of this uh, stately manor. On the west side of the tree, there is a hollow knot about five feet above the ground. Um, you can see kind of dead leaves, fallen leaves that have kind of filled the knot. Uh, you see some empty nutshells kind of uh, on the ground around it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig in there with nature's spoon, which is my hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, dig in there and scoop stuff out. Yeah, I love that. I love that feet, nature spoon. I, I take it on all my characters. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, actually, I'm going to use the nature spoon feet. Um, <laughs> yeah. So as you're kind of like fishing out some of those leaves and, and discarded uh, nutshells, you your finger kind of like loops around um, a chain from a necklace, hey. and as you pull it out, it comes following out, and then kind of uh, due to gravity, kind of. But you're still holding it around your finger. Um, Thumb-sized platinum oval pendant, and a really thin chain, thin chain. And um, on the the back side of it, you can see uh, inscription saying "For Lorna, forever." In a careful it. script. I'm opening Lorna. it and dying in the process. <laughs> Go for um, it, yeah. And and you know that this is this would be the locket that Lucas was talking about. Um, and you open it okay. up, you do see a, a another delicate drawing of, of a woman, um, which you can assume was Lucas's wife. Looks suspiciously like Kate Winslet. <laughs> <laughs> I think this has been here for about 84 years. Let's I go. Yeah. <laughs> I hold it up and I go, got it. Like, I don't yell. Candle like, keep mystery solved. That's, we all go home happy. That's <laughs> it. Game over, folks. We did it. I'm proud of us. We're supposed to find the grave, right? Put the flower on the grave. I think the grave, the tree. I think it's at the foot of the tree. Yeah. Uh, well, as you're what? you're there, you can see in the distance, in the distance, you can see um, uh, some graves, a grave site. 
oh. an actual oh, okay. uh, graveyard. Let's go to the graveyard, everybody. Bear points Let's out. Get our How's on. the guy gonna know, though? <laughs> and in fairness, some of the party can just grave just here. Put the flower here. I jump off. I head off to the graveyard because I believe in a job well done. A job done right is a job well done. That's the phrase. There it is. I made it. I, I prefer my jobs medium rare, but I'll go with you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm following because of uh, uh, strength in numbers, but not because I uh, want to. So I'm gonna just chase after everyone. Oh, okay. Where's the? Yeah. We're off to see the wizard. Might need to move that token eventually. Oh yeah, I need to go. Yeah, you need to get move. up there. Okay, but then hey! we're out of here, right, guys? Remember when I was up here? This what is if just there's a retrospective. Other things to see? And then I found it, and then I. Are we looking for a thing. name? I don't care if there's things to see. I... Lana. <laughs> We're looking for Lorna. I have Lorna. a report for Candlekeep, and then we're out of here. It's right here. I found Lorna. So, as you approach a graveyard, there's a crooked wrought iron archway standing at the entrance of the graveyard, which is overgrown like the rest of the village. Headstones sit at odd angles, some toppled completely. Small cairns rather than inscribed headstones mark the graves toward the back. Um, and uh, if you take a moment, you do find Lorna... Uh, Grosvenor, which is Lucas's wife, same same name that is on the locket, and under her, her on her stone is etched "Beloved of Lucas forever, my heart." <laughs> the smallest of Karens. I would put the okay. I put the flower down very slowly and hope to not have a carry moment. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Not uh, the Sex in the City carry, the other carry. <laughs> I'm aware. As a horse-faced woman, rife with expensive cosmetics and designer clothes, emerges from behind the grave. <laughs> as that flower arrests at the base of this uh, this grave marker, you feel the the eeriness of the of this this um, basin kind of relieve a little bit and you you it's almost like the wind sighed a little bit and like a, a relief of breath as that rests upon there oh that was actually me uh arthur's <laughs> that's a sigh of relief going okay we're done but Let's on get the out of here, guys. on the heels of that breath you all feel this gust of new wind come in carrying the whispers heard earlier in the village so now everyone hears it, right? Yes, this is yes, this is allowed. Okay. Is this is this like overcast gloom? Uh, apparent is it apparent that it's like unnatural to us, like that it's settled over the 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 town, overcast is it... itself is not anything out of the ordinary. Some of the 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 scurrying, the footsteps, the whispers, might be. Okay. Probably just ghosts. It's fine. No big deal. NBD. As long as you're not Dampier, which they're attracted to, you'll be fine. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to pull my cloak tighter around me and be like, okay, I agree. Um, But yeah, I think if we're done, uh, what else do we have to do? Let's go. And I'm going to like... I mean, there's that uh, well-preserved mare house up there that might have some good loot in it. Yeah, speaking of loot, I know it's kind of sacrilegious and all, but 
I want to I want to like kind of just touch around the gravestone, see if it looks like anybody else has been here in all this time. Not trying to disturb yeah. anything, but I want to look for signs that maybe somebody else has has touched this Lorna grave in any recent past. Um, respectfully, I'm gonna have to fight some whites, aren't I? <laughs> I've I've heard yeah. that before, I've seen that one play out. Um, you take a moment, you look around, and it, it is grown over, and, and some of the stones just through time and the uprooting of, of some of the surrounding trees have kind of knocked them over. Something that may catch your eyes more than anything are the makeshift stones towards the back of the, of the graveyard, uh, kind of done in haste, maybe. Um, something, if you spend enough time, that would catch your eye is uh, th this cart up here just kind of haphazardly parked in the middle of the road, kind of looks out of place. Hmm. It, the, the, the construction of the cart does not look to be as worn as the buildings. Hmm. So if oh, you're, so if, like, oh, okay. if you're looking for something like fresher, yeah, the, that yeah. cart uh, definitely sticks out a little bit. I'm going to pull on a Brent's cloak and just say like, that, that cart shouldn't be here. It looks too new. There you go. Advent. Um, maybe somebody's here. Yeah, see, that's what I was afraid of. Maybe maybe those whispers is other folks and not like spoopies. Okay, mm -hmm. so Brent's going to rub his eyes, kind of rub some of the blood out, and say, um, anybody who can still see, uh, are there any tracks behind this, like fresh tracks behind this cart, or has it been here for some time? I don't mind looking. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me... Uh... Either a survival or investigation check. Anybody else can help out too if they'd like. like yeah, I think I was checking for the grave. Yeah. I might as well yeah. too, I guess. Twelve. Ooh, only Maybe. nine. Um. So with probably as you get closer, you do see the growth around the wheels. Uh, there is growth, there is weeds kind of growing up and engulfing it, but the construction of it doesn't seem to be as weathered as everything else. You do see a uh, remains of a horse that would be pulling this cart in the tall grass, still tethered to the front of the cart. Yeah. Um, as you kind of look under the tarp in the cart, uh, you see some uh, boxes, barrels, some trunks kind of broken. Some are broken, some are empty. Uh, but you do see some that carry salted dried meats. You see some fabric in there, uh, some casks of wine. So strange, bleeding eye ornament. What a what a what a coincidence! <laughs> yeah. Are there any eye bright plants in in that shipment uh, at all? Yeah. With that, here uh, here for funsies. Thanks for the D four. So we now have three D four. So uh, just a reminder: uh, use them before you lose them. Um, and with that survival check, you could tell through the decay of the horse and and the the weathering, what weathering of the the cart there is. It looks to be about a year. Um, so this cart was not here seventy years ago. That within the last year something has happened here. Well, uh, I believe whoever we talked to back in that other town uh, mentioned <laughs> that uh, uh, people. Anyone that does come here usually doesn't come back, so 
looks like it was probably just a merchant trying to cut through and probably regrets it. I'm just curious why they never made it back, though. That's that's uh, suspicious. That's a. Uh... I mean, they could have died from eye rot. No, we got a couple more days. Um... I would. Could I? Yeah, go ahead. Could I look at like the uh, the ground to see if there are any footprints that are leading away from the from the uh, the cart? Uh, ba -ba -ba. yeah, just a second. Sorry, messages. Okay. Um, uh, Guava Jaguar, thank you for the five dollar donation. We're gonna roll on that Thanks. here in just a second. Uh, much appreciated. The dogs, the cats, the ASPCA, uh, thank you as well. So you're looking for like footsteps, uh, anything else? Like what kind of footprints okay. they are, if okay. there are any, what direction they go um, to. Like... Yeah, give me a, a survival check. Okay. Or investigation. I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you choose. Oh, investigation is a plus. Yeah, they're both plus two. So let me just do, 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 do. We do have type some, it in. We do have D4s. We have advantage. Oh, yeah. I, we have a do I need to add it before or after? Uh, we usually do it after. It's always kind of a. I'll do it after. After thing. thing. Well, I don't need to. Blah, 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 blah. That's a twenty-one. Uh, <laughs> very good. We. As you're kind of getting a full three sixty around this cart, uh, you do see some scratches and tooth marks on the broken and empty containers, uh, leading to a conclusion that probably damaged by animals. Okay. And you do see uh, that the driver's seat has a hinge on the backside, creating some sort oh. of compartment. I open up the compartment <laughs> to find the dead um, human inside. You find I don't check for traps. And not needed. <laughs> uh, I'm find, a rogue now. You find a pouch oh. containing some gold traps. Uh, and a, a letter listing sales and settlements around the area. Oh. Uh, you know, um, Marin being on there as the, the last entry. And then that's kind of where it left off. Oh, Marin is the last entry. Yeah, so they sold some wares in Marin and then came up to Vermilion. And that's where, huh. that's where it all stopped. Why would they come up to Vermilion? Maybe ghosts are hungry for jerky. Yeah. Maybe no one warned them that this town was, uh, uh, what's it called? Abandoned. Yeah. Maybe they were like a obstinate human that was like, you don't tell me where to go. I'll do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with That's that, true. let's have, uh, let's have Jambar Jovi go ahead and roll a D100 for me. Oh, here, uh -oh. God. here it comes. What else was in that pouch? 80. <laughs> 80. It was a face. I found an extra face, everybody. 80 spiders. <laughs> 80 spiders. Eight, 8D spiders. I have to roll for that. Um, <laughs> Your hands become egregiously <laughs> tiny. Oh, I love those things. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, as you're there and you're, you're kind of looking through the, uh, the contents of this, of this, uh, this compartment... Mm -hmm. wind comes through and kind of centered on you and just drives this cold into you and then it leaves you and then it 
when the cold leaves, the heat comes. And you get this weird push-pull, hot-cold within your body taking place. Okay. Who knew 80 was menopause? <laughs> I'm going through menopause and right now. So that's it. That's <laughs> it. And it settles finally. You are freezing. You okay. need to seek extra clothes, blankets, some sort of heat source. Okay. Hmm. Is this everybody or just uh, jam? Just jam. Okay. Um, do we see cool. her getting hit by these waves of a? Uh, uh, you may cold see or... like a quick rustle of the hair, a, a moving of of the cloak or or cape. Um, jam wear has to wear a cape, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and it kind of settles down, and and you can see her like kind of like curl in and kind of you know try to a quick warmth but there needs to be a search for something warmer uh in your near future well we were gonna go to that mayor's house over there why don't we see it's the yeah. most intact there might be something you could wear in there if not i mean i got lots of hair but it's smelly i don't i don't know you want me to clip any of this off and make you i can knit things i knit things before i'm shivering and i'm like I'm, I'm shivering and i'm like if somebody could Hit me with a really hard insult. I'd appreciate an epic burn right now. <laughs> you Looks like you really like got yourself laugh. into a jam there. Delayed laugh. It's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's head to the house quick and I'll start uh, heading that way. Gotta hate it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> light everything oh, no. on fire. Now we have to go in the house. It'll be fun. Can we just light a fire? We have to get away from Light these up. wicked winds. Yeah. Light that tree on what fire. It's not like it was important wind. to anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did the thing, and now that we did the thing, we can burn the whole town down. Perfect. Valid statement. <laughs> no more ghosts. So as you approach this grand two-story brick house, you see it has fallen prey to time and elements like the rest of the village. But it remains in a little better shape than the smaller houses, just uh, by its construction and the, the amount of uh, pre-planning, maybe. Heavy wooden double doors are flanked by dark windows. Chimneys anchor the building at each corner. Masonry is crumbling off of there. In front of the house looms a wide leafless tree that you saw. There you go. So are you um, making your way into the house? Is that? Yeah, so uh, yes. I'm going to point towards the chimneys and be like, maybe we can start a fire to warm you up. Let's go inside. Uh, we could just start a fire on the ground. I'm down. I don't but, want to go there... inside. Okay, but here's the thing. What if it's really good for her act that we find some, like, really regal mayor clothes that are extra spoopy and special? Yeah. Probably not much at all. Yeah, we're fine. Can I, can <laughs> I try the door? Everything's fine. Hey. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can. Um, I will now. I'm gonna move y'all. We're to a new map, oh. folks. Ooh, found a new map. Ooh, ooh. Uh, you are down towards the bottom of that map. Boom, bang, okay. right there. <laughs> uh, new tokens. Let's grab some, right? Uh, yeah, new yep. tokens, folks. New tokens. There we go. Um, yeah. So big double doors uh, heading into this house. Uh, and Claire, you're trying the door. Yes. Yeah. It'll it opens right up. It is the the doors are a little swollen, so it takes a little little push, but they are not locked. 
Um, but other than that little uh, rubbage, it, uh, it opens right up. And it opens into a, uh, an entryway. You see a, a big okay. set of stairs heading up. Step inside. You step is inside. It, uh, is it dark? Uh, yes, dark. A little bit of light coming in through the windows, uh, but not much. Uh, dust covers gonna... everything in this uh, hallway. Moth-eaten cloaks hanging from hooks on the left-hand wall. To the left and right, hallways branch off into the gloom. Ahead, a stairway leads up to the second floor, and a door stands beneath the stairs, seemingly leading to the backyard. I'm going to light one of my torches. Okay. And as you light it up, you do see, um, this might be uh, you know triggering to Brent and Arthur, but you do see some dust floating particles. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we both and we're like, no, I mean... Uh, would they see it though? Oh, <laughs> blissfully unaware. You can still see, right? We can still most. Yeah, of you see. can still see. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, a little, half of little me. less. Yeah, you're just, me. you're just mostly dead. Trumbler. <laughs> there are um, so jam. There are some cloaks hanging on, um, uh, like the coat rack, on the left hand wall. You, those would probably catch your eye. As you're trying to comfort your your menopause, is that, where, are we, is that a canon? Are we going? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> menopause would be hot. Uh, early onset. Uh, early onset early menopause onset. is a real problem. Yeah. Okay? It's like the reverse. I feel like yeah, this is. Yeah, it's not uh, get, like you're not cold. In a, you're, in a, you're too hot. In a couple of turns. Yeah, in a couple of turns, you just start to stoop more, and it's the osteoporosis that's happening out of nowhere. It's like, no! We're going to get slammed so hard by people that... I noticed that there's something in my pocket. I pull it out. It's my AARP membership. (laughs) Oh, no! I'm like... It all it's all coming yeah, together. Yeah. Um, you know what though? I'll it, to make it to make it equal, I'll get sympathetic manopause. Okay. I look um, for the most haunted cloak and I put it on. Yeah, there okay. you you okay. kind of hold it up and any light that is coming in, the light from Claire's torch, it just shows all the moth uh holes Perfect. that have been, you know. So it's not going to yeah. provide a lot, but it does give you a little bit of comfort, but still there is a, a, a frozen edge to yourself that you are trying to alleviate. But this does help okay. uh, for, for a brief moment. Um, again, hallways going to the left and the right. You do see an open doorway immediately to the right as you walk in. Stairs going up. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to come over to this door to the right and just kind of peek in. Hello! <laughs> Uh, yeah, what is in this room? You see, uh, this parlor is empty except for four wingback chairs situated along the left-hand wall and a desk in the right-hand corner beside the window. A fireplace dominates the southeast corner. Uh, this looks like it was probably some sort of waiting area, um, mm. being so close to the front uh, door. These uh, these nice chairs. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm going to snoop. I'm, I'm a big snoop. And and I'm I'm gonna snoop through the desk and then check out the fireplace. Okay, uh, fireplace has a few logs left in it that do show signs of a previous burn, but and could be uh, relit with enough time. Uh, in the desk, didn't hold no no personal effects or anything. It seems like uh, just some blank paper 
uh, crumbling sheets of parchment, a quill, and a dried-up inkwell. Looks looks like a very basic desk. Um, yeah, I'm going to turn to, to Snar and say, uh, it occurred to me that we probably need to get some sort of um, proof that we were here. No one's going to believe us. We should probably find something that proves that we were here at this place. Um, and as I talk, I'm going to whisper and like, these are totally separate spores because I didn't realize we were going to have eye spores in this game. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, as I talk, these spores are going to come out of my mouth and I'm going to cast Guidance on uh, Snar for, for his next nice. uh, ability oh. check. But, but they're, in the, they're in the form of spores that are going to enter as you breathe and you're going to like feel heightened, like kind of like steroids, basically. There Fantastic. Uh, Snart has never met a foreign substance that he disagrees with, so <laughs> this is amenable to my interest. Your, yeah, your next uh, ability check, um, yeah, you get a plus uh, 1d4. Nice. I don't know what you just did there, but it felt good, and if you got more of that on tap, we can maybe make a side business selling that. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, Arthur's actually not going to realize what he did, and be like, oh, I was... Uh, and he's going to think it's actually his uh, motivational powers yeah. and not his actual spore yeah. powers, and <laughs> He's going to feel a little bit better about himself okay. and sit on this chair. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, so you saying that I grab uh, the, the stationary from the desk and I'm like, just in case we don't find nothing else that's convincing, Mayor stationary. It's just parchment, but it's better than nothing. And I'll throw it in my bag. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Uh, I see Claire is still out of the room. Mm -hmm. And Brent, what are you two doing? Come on, Brent. Let's go over here. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out that other hall. Okay. I respond to Claire. Follow. Okay. Hopefully it's on a china shop. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the cow jokes are back. <laughs> you see that hallway, uh, and there are two open doorways um, to the left and to the right. Uh, Claire kicks the doors open. <laughs> okay. Uh, up, down. Up. The northern uh, oh. room, you see a round table with four chairs uh, standing in the center of this room. Windows looking out into the backyard, a fireplace in the corners filled with broken masonry, uh, as it has been kind of caved in. A framed portrait hangs on the right-hand wall. Uh, what is it a portrait of? Uh, faded oil painting depicts a, a woman, a dark-skinned woman dressed in a cream-colored frock coat with a pale green cravat at her throat. Dark hair is pulled up into an intricate twist. Uh, she wears a delicate platinum and diamond earrings. Hands, no, uh... hands are folded in her lap. One finger bears a heavy platinum signet ring inscribed with a snowdrop blossom. Snowdrop blossom. Is this... I open up the locket and look at the photo and look at the locket. Is this Lorna? No, not the same. Okay. Um, so I know it's bad form, but like she's got a lot of platinum on her and that's probably the mayor's wife. We could probably figure out which grave is hers and like walk out oh. of here. No? Is that a bad? I mean, uh, the platinum bad? might be. Every time. Every time. The platinum might be upstairs. Like I'm sorry. I. I would like to walk up to the painting and take it off the wall. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna move you into that room. I do not just... check for traps. <laughs> no, I explicitly uh, don't want to check for traps. Yeah, I don't I... want to. It's like, but it's right on the floor. Nope. Don't. 
I step into it. (laughs) You see a pressure plate with spikes. No, I don't. (laughs) You are able to take it off of the wall. Uh, Nothing, nothing behind it except this dust outline of where it uh, once was. I look on the back of the picture. Uh, There's a little like a a maker's mark back there, like an artist's (gasps) signature. Um, I mean, I can make up a name, but. Nothing, do it. Nothing of. Uh, should, should do make it. Make one up. Make up a name. Oh, I used. You know, when I DM'd my home games, I had a whole table of random names. Billy. I'm gonna become, Esquire. I'm gonna become the premier art collector of everything Billy Esquire has ever done. That is my new goal in this campaign. This is one painting. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, when you when you nail it one and done, you just never have to try again. You know, best painting ever. He was out. He got that snowdrop just right. He's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> done. done. That's it. Retired. Uh, Claire, as you make your way up that, those stairs, you do hear uh, another whispering. And uh, um, this different than the whispering from the out, that you heard outside. This one has more um, words and pronunciation to it. Um, coming along the lines of, Come, please help. Oh, that doesn't sound creepy at all. <laughs> hey, Arthur, let's go. Follow me. Uh, I have no willpower to refuse, and I'm going to come. <laughs> I do not have a mind of my own. Did anybody yes. peek into this room here, to the, the southwest room? No. Um, and so, I'm going to uh, poke my head in. Claire and Arthur, you see an open spot up above the map. You are now on the second floor. Um, okay. Brent, as you go into the lower room there, the southern room, uh, you see chairs arranged in staggered rows with their backs to the door facing a podium in the southeast corner. A sideboard sits on the left side of the room and a bookcase stands to the right of the doorway, filled with tomes and knickknacks. A cold brick fireplace occupies the southwest corner. So it's almost uh, like a, a meeting room. Um, here is the, the podium. Again, let me get on my uh, pointer. Uh, here is the podium facing all of those chairs uh, looking at it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if there's anything like behind the podium. Okay. Or in the you know, like if it, if it has like a shelf mm-hmm. with anything on it. Uh, the sideboard cabinet does have drinks or what used to be drinks and other refreshments during the meetings. Um, got some dusty glasses in there. Glass tumblers, wine glasses. There's some small china plates. <laughs> uh, that's a callback. Um, uh, all covered with uh, dust, and, and you can see makings of rodent droppings. Uh, the bookshelf holds an old and worn books, small framed water, watercolor painting of a mountain range. You see Billy Esquire in the corner. And a Damn. there is something that kind of uh, still holds its shine and luster here. Even though it's covered in dust, you see a chunk of raw platinum ore, kind of almost as like a, a paperweight centerpiece kind of thing on this uh, this bookshelf. The podium, nothing there. Okay, I'll grab the the platinum. Do I know it's platinum, or do I just think it's a rock? Uh, you can give me an intelligence check. Just straight intelligence. 
it go? Did it go? Mm-mm. No. There we go. There it, is. There it goes. There yeah. It well, fourteen. Yeah, you're pretty. You're you. You can sense the the weight and the the value in this piece. Um, seeing that it has been curated, almost like a, a art <laughs> piece, um, you can tell it, it does have some worth. And, and it's known that this is a mining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Town, right? Yeah. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna take a look at it and put it in my sack. Drop it in there. And I don't see anything else in the room? Uh, no. Okay, I'll, dust, I'll dust follow the rest upstairs okay. then. While you all were doing that down there, Claire and Arthur, you're making your way up. You see this open up into uh, kind of a, a landing up here. Yeah. Uh, open doorway there down to the south. You see uh, two double doors, or two four doors total. Um, two to the left, two to the right. Uh, how do you want to one randomly? I was gonna well, say, do you want to stick together on this one, or? Oh yeah, I keep hearing whispers, so some of them might attack us at any moment right now. Yeah, and then uh, Art is gonna go. Oh, oh god, I was I was worried you were gonna say we should split up, and then it's gonna get closer to Claire. <laughs> yeah, that's take open this door. Yeah, let's do the okay. first one. All right. Um, as you kick open that door. Coming from the door behind you, it opens quickly, and you hear the scuttling, scurrying across the floor. And behind you, Arthur, <laughs> you feel a claw attack come into, like, uh, just underneath your ribcage, just right behind you. Ah, um, so This is why I was hiding behind Claire! Uh, teacher, I have uh, have a pull arm mastery, and I could probably get an opportunity attack on that thing going after right. my friend. Are you guys I, up there yet? These two we went, weren't upstairs. These yet. two went up by themselves. Oh, so oh the, this is this yeah. is this is the interim before yeah. the three of us made it to catch up. Okay, my bad. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get a round or two here. Okay, without okay. your interference. Uh, oh no! <laughs> so that's a thirteen to hit, um, Arthur. Uh, so that does not hit. I have an armor class of eighteen, but I am. Super surprised okay. and, and terrified uh, by this. So I could argue there would be advantage there, but I think we'll, we'll stick with the 13. Comes in, gets you. You feel the hit. But I think at that we should roll initiative. Okay. Click your token first, Good. folks. Let me clear the initiative. Remove all. Clear. Uh, ba Uh, anybody needs help with that or needs me to add you customly, just let me know. I got Arthur. I got Claire. Oh, all of us now? Yeah. We're all. Yeah, let, we'll just oh. go ahead and roll everybody. Um, Arthur and um, Claire are going to get around here. <clears throat> what is this thing? Mm. I don't even... Oh, you want to? I got a handout. Boop, boop, mm. boop. There you go. Now you can see it. It looks like a Joltik from Pokemon. <laughs> uh, did it pop up on everyone else's? I don't think I... I don't see it. I just okay. see the okay. token. Show to everyone. Okay. Is that there, there we go. Is. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Um, uh, 
There's the crabs um, everybody was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. There it is. All right. Do we have everybody in there? One, two, three, four, five. Yes, we do. All right. Let's go. You know, I'm just going to say they didn't call it kind lock. So I think we're in for it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the look of the skull that's under its foot. <laughs> no. <laughs> so now that you've you've turned around and you're looking at this thing in its eyes, it's going to go ahead and go as we are now at the top of the order. Uh, it's going to try to hit you again. That's a 14. Yep. So it, it, uh, bounces off my scale mail, which is 18. Son Wait. of a B. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I'm okay. a 19, but I'm at the bottom of the turn order. Uh, yeah, yeah we're going to get one round with Claire and Gosh, Arthur okay, and then okay. we'll, we'll, sorry, sorry, sorry. we'll go right back to the Got top it. and then you're going to be the first one to go. Oh, okay. I thought I did something yeah, wrong. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> You are being punished. <laughs> so again, it's like trying to snap at you. And as it like comes across your face in one on one of its claws that have, you can see where it's, it has like a little um, fuse mark. I don't a stitching maybe, or uh, where two fingers have been grown together and implanted in it is that same signet ring with the uh, snowdrop flower snowdrop. I think that's what it was called. Uh, said, yeah. But the same from that picture down below. Yeah. Take with that what you will. Uh, and now, Arthur, it's your turn. I need you to give me okay. a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so wisdom save. Here it comes. I rolled a 12. Ooh. You're good. Go ahead. Uh, about your turn normally. Um, and so, being taken by surprise, I think I'm going to hold up my hands, um, and I'm going to cast uh, Thunder Wave. Ooh. Um, right. I'm just making sure I can do it. Yeah, it's a uh, 15-foot cube in front of one action. Yeah, okay. So let me go ahead and put it in chat. Uh, I imagine as I put my hands up, though, um, my hands open up into big maws, and they just, like, go, and it just, <laughs> it's the planted side me kind of, like, reverberating and, like, shouting and, and roaring at this guy. Okay. And so it is a, let me see the space, 15-foot cube. So it should just be the guy in front of me, right? There's no one else here. Yeah, um, yeah. They're not here yeah, yet. They're still down. Uh, uh, and the monster needs to do a constitution saving throw. Uh, and if it fails, it takes 2d8 and gets pushed 10 feet away. Yeah, that's a 4 on yeah, there. So it, uh, I guess let me roll 2d8 for you. <clears throat> Where did I put it already? No, I did not. Okay, so 2d8. So it takes uh, 11 uh, points of thunder damage, and it gets pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. All right. Um, and in my panic, I'm going to start running towards the stair. Oh, <laughs> I'll run here. I'll run right here, All right. Like, away from me. Uh, yeah, that opens it up for Claire. You see this thing just being thundered back from whence it came, and <laughs> you see Arthur duck out of the way. What would you like oh. to do? And so Claire's happy because it's some violent time. Um, <laughs> and so she does a a classic Xena kind of, what do you call that? It's not a yodel, like yell. Um, and it creates this echoing sound as she creates her um, manifest U echo power. Ululation, I think is a word that we can... okay. Ululation, yeah. Ululation. Um, um, so she'll have Lord a <laughs> violent time. echo. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Um, and so I could cast that or have it as a bonus action appear anywhere within 15 <laughs> feet of me. Um, so the echo is there. Uh, and then as my action, I will 
attack it, and I can attack from my um, echo. So it's just going to do a, a monk unarmed yep. kind of punch at him. So, ooh, Oof. that's, uh, and that <laughs> that's, one. A, that's uh, a, it, a number. As you throw out this punch from your echo knight, its arm comes out and and its claws and it just wraps around your wrist not not inflicting any damage but just kind of like stops it right there and then lets go and resets itself yeah get those oofs in the chat guys that's uh it's not good um uh, and hey, then uh go ahead go, go ahead no i was just gonna ask anything else claire yeah yeah uh claire uh being very sad that she gonna punch something is just gonna unleash her incarnation at him and so anytime i make a attack action i can make one additional attack from my echoes location Okay. Um, up to three times per either short or long Oof. rest, I don't remember. All right. um, so, 18 to hit. 18 hits, for sure. For nine damage. Bludgeoning, if that matters. Okay. And then, that, and then Claire's going to move 5, 10, 15, and, she just, and then this creature just sees us smiling and ready to punch. And that's okay. the end of my turn. All right. All right. I think that's the end of our surprise round, opening round with the uh, the shenanigans upstairs. Uh, that leads us to Jam. You hear, definitely hear this. You see some of the floorboards above you kind of ripple as that thunder wave goes off, and you hear some stuff going on upstairs. What would you like to do? Okay, so uh, I would like to... Let me find this. So there's some interesting things that satyrs can do. Uh, so I would like to, um, as I'm running up the stairs, I want to use mirthful leaps to jump up to the top of the stairs. So I basically roll a D8 and I add that number, uh, roll to the number of feet I cover even when I make a standing jump. So I'm basically, it's movement cost is normal. So it's basically just regular old. So I'm trying to get up there. Okay. So I make a jump. I like it. I'm... I'm jumping. I'm a jumping. That's some satyr shit. I'm know. jumping six extra feet in the air. Nice. And I think... Yeah, <laughs> you hope that I... <laughs> so, but you get normal movement forward, right? Yeah. So yes. six feet up. I think get you up on, like, the handrail going up, mm-hmm. and you're able to, with your cloven hooves, just yeah. kind of cruise up those and kind of bypass Snard and Brent can, yeah. uh, up there. And I'll, I'll say we'll say 20 feet of movement to get you in front of Brent from downstairs okay. up there. Uh, very uh, stylistically. Okay. And I'm, I'm ready to attack. And so the yep. likely thing that I would do is probably ram because okay. I'm running straight at this thing and I'm probably just trying to uh, ram it with my horns. How much more movement do you have after 20? Uh, I have, I, my movement speed is 35 feet. Okay. 2025. Yeah, you couldn't quite get there this round after that movement coming okay. up the stairs and being in that corner. Um, okay. Cause I have you about 20 feet left. Yeah. It'd be a little tough to get that, that Ram uh, attack. Okay. Then what I would, Oh, is saving throw. Eh, no, I'm trying to think if there's a bonus action that I can do. Um, I would actually choose to, I would point at, uh, oh my gosh, I love the echoes. Um, I would, 
point at Claire, the real Claire, <laughs> and I would I would send a I would uh, basically give you bardic inspiration. I would start playing some music and give you bardic inspiration. So you get a 1d6 inspiration die. And I would... I would just be playing... I would be, like, just rocking out on something. (laughs) I don't know why. Maybe I'm, like, drumming on stuff as I, like, run up the stairs and, like... Like, getting percussion going. Yeah, I think... It's the song Do the Conga. If I may, your... your, your (laughs) Hooves going up the railing is in, in that in that beat and it's, it's like mm-hmm. clopping on the on the uh the wooden rail is creating yeah. that inspirational music coming out to uh yep. to claire i like that mm-hmm. nice okay all right it is now the mean locks turn by jovi she's got it <laughs> guava jaguar's got it uh picking up what we're putting down um let's see He's going to take a swipe uh, at. Now, when. I was going to tell you the echo is um, translucent and gray. Okay. So depending on how smart it is. Right? Okay. Like, um, um, yeah, it's, it's got. It's no, it's no dummy. So I think it would, it would pick up on that, seeing you manifest it and then move towards it. So it is going to swipe at the real you. Okay. Uh, wow. I'm rolling like garbo tonight uh that's a six to hit misses <laughs> uh but it is going to it's going to kind of stand its ground and and lock itself up and arthur that brings us to you sorry i was muted um so yeah, as I start to run away or try to get down these stairs, um, I think my eyes, this is where I get taken over. Um, and uh, I, my demeanor gets changed and I just go like, this looks like delicious. And, and I, I go towards the, the this mean lock. Um, are you okay with me attacking around this corner or? Uh, yeah, that works. <clears throat> yeah, especially uh, with that being an echo next to you, it's a little more leniency. I can make, I can make it happen. Okay, so the first thing, sorry, I was not ready for my turn. Okay, so yeah, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shillelagh on, uh, on my staff. Shillelagh. Which, uh, yeah, it changes my staff into a magical weapon, and it changes the damage, and I use um, Wisdom. Okay. And so with this glowing staff, I'm just going to try to bonk it on the head with my quarterstaff. Bippity-boppity. Uh, so twenty to hit for five magic bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that definitely does does the trick. Yeah, so I just start whacking at this thing, uh, trying to trying to take it down so I could eat it. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> All right. And so that was my movement, my okay. bonus action, and my action. Right. Uh, I'm good for now. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'm good. All right. Uh, Claire, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw as you start your turn. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay, that's good. That's twenty-two. Uh, let's get those nat twenties in the chat. Like this is yeah. Ooh. I'm rolling like garbage. You all are on fire. Uh, yeah. So you save. Uh, no worries there. Go ahead and uh, actions as normal. All right. Um, so Claire, the non-echo is just kind of like checking her nails, and then she looks at the echo, and then the echo punches the mean lock in the <laughs> face. Um, and so. 
Uh, so before knowing the results, I'm going to add my Bardic Inspiration, which I believe was a d6, to the attack roll. You got it. Okay. Four. So if a 13 hits... Uh, 13 does not hit. Oh. All right. All right. All right. Um, uh, Claire's just they're, really angry. I mean, there are uh, three D4s out there. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't sure how we use those. Stack them, baby. Anyone, anyone okay. can use them. Stack them. Um, would it be admissible to use one now, or should I wait since no, I you know can the do. results? You can do it. Okay. Then a D4. We're pretty. A one. <laughs> So I think that's 14. I think that's uh, 14. Yeah, that does not hit. Oh. All right, guys, it's above 14. Um, <laughs> Anything. So, uh, this thing has read 14 books on defense. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm 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 mad, and so I'm just gonna action search. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna try to attack it again. Um, <laughs> okay. Da, 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 this time from me and not my echo. Okay. Uh, where is it? There it is. I'll swear to God. Okay. Um, and then Claire's just like, what the hell? <laughs> um, and so she's gonna, she's just gonna move 5, 10. Okay. Um, and I can't remember if I could command the Echo to move or not. Let me check really quick. Each punch that you throw out there and miss, you hear telepathically just to you the snapping of those, those pinchers. Just ringing in your ears every time it misses like it's almost mocking you in a way i i appreciate that <laughs> and that'll be the uh, end of my turn okay it's negging you it just wants to go on a date <laughs> um brent you are yeah. you're i'm gonna say you're at the base of the stairs down down here so you're you're technically down here so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 gets you to the to where your token is on the uh, second level upper floor. So there's some of your movements already spent to get up there. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, so I'm now if I do a if I do a dash, I can go. Yeah, you can move. I, I double, right? Yep. Double my walking. What's your total speed? Is it, uh, 40 feet. Okay, so you still have 15 feet you can move without dashing. So that can get you to here or here. I'd even give you that one right there. All right. I'm not seeing your indicators, but... Um... Oh, you might be on a different level. Uh, Whoa, Dirk. Uh, not, not level, Sorry. yeah. So that can get you to here. Yeah, and, okay. And I'd, I'd, I'd argue you can, being your size, you can make an athletics check to kind of get you up to here and maybe save a little bit of movement. But, I mean, there's a risk or reward there. Um. Maybe I'll just uh, go in with a dash because I can do my goring rush. My, my um... definitely. Yes, yeah, so I almost you... said mastodon. <laughs> Make <laughs> Minotaur. It makes sense. Uh, it works. Uh, yeah. So with your uh, action as a dash, you can definitely do the goring rush into that mean lock there. All right. So I come in full speed, horns, and ooh. 90, but I'm minus one, right, for the uh, yes for, for the bleeding for eyes attacks. Yes, what's going yeah. on here? Knock it off. So it's gonna be a um, nine, an 18. Eight you for reminding me. Still hits. Still hits. All right. Uh, so give me that damage. Is that five? Is that plus three included? 
Uh, yeah. So you rolled, yeah. it rolled a two plus three, so that's five total. Okay. Um, does it get moved at all, or is it? Uh... Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, hammering the horns, right? Uh, or no, no, that's not hammering horns. That's okay. just a regular. Okay. That's just regular horn. All right. Uh, that's my bonus action. So I think I'm done. Okay. Right. Yeah. Use your yeah, action to dash. Back. Bonus action to to uh, ram it, ram a thorn, uh, and yeah. Uh, as you kind of put your head down and go into it, your horns actually pierce its its chitinous plates. It's almost like a like a crab shell, kind of cracking it and and entering. And you're you're stuck for a second, but a a little uh, a shake to the left and the right, you get freed again, and you're you're now in front. Um, snarred. That brings that us to good. you. That felt good. Um, I like that feeling. So snarred to, to get where your token yeah. is is going to cost you about twenty feet of movement. All right. Uh, I'm, first of all, I hate groups like Blue Man Group and Stomp. Nothing, nothing makes Snart angrier, so he's going to go into a barbarian rage. Mm -hmm. He enjoys the lyrical concessions of Jambar Jovi normally, but something about this (laughs) improvised music just sends him into a dizzy. And so, yeah, rage is what I'm going to do as my bonus action to start. Uh, I'm going to, because I count as large, hope that I can... Move, let's say, 10 feet up the stairs and then launch myself over to save making the U of it. Yeah, yeah. I think with you're a bugbear, right? Yeah, so that's enough. Yeah. Uh, you got enough of a build at that point okay. on the stairs to just hop yourself right, okay. right to there. Perfect. I'm going to have, let's see, that's 10 feet of movement, 15, 20, 25. I can get right up to it with the rest of my movement then. And occupy the same spot as an echo. Is that okay with uh, an echo or that's, no? That's 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 Brent right there. Oh, but that you, is Brent. Yeah, yeah. sorry. So it's gonna be. You a could tough. go. You could go to that echo if you. But uh, the echo takes up space. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's it's translucent, so you can see through it, but it's still physical. Okay. Well, you know that's what? Like one hit point. I do have extra reach as a bugbear, mm-hmm. so that's uh, true. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll stay here. Uh, and I'm going to uh, attack with my pole okay. arm, or with my glaive, rather. All right. Boop, boop, boop. Oof. Oh. That's a nap. All right. That's, well, a, that's a nap one, folks. Let's get those. Yeah. Let's get those oofs. Maybe a little rip in the chat there. Um, I'm just so enraged by that percussion. I can't uh, think straight. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you come in, and as Brent is, like, shaking to get his horns out, you come in with your glaive over the top of him, mm. and, and his head kind of bumps your glaive just as it's Aww. driving forward and, and takes it off of trajectory there. And, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> moves it out of the way. Anything else, Snard? No, I think uh, I think my my going into rage is my bonus action this turn, so I don't think yeah. I get the bonus okay. action of the second attack. So I think I'm done. All right, perfect. Uh, Jam, leads us up to you. All right, so I am at this point going to pull out my rapier and I'm going to run up and try to attack. Wait, I was like, I was like over here somewhere, right? Because I had moved an extra fifteen feet after I got to the top of the stairs. We we can retcon it and say you did. That's fine. Sure. I... Cool. How do I get through all oh, these people? Yeah, there's a there's... double movement through uh, friendly. You can move. Yeah, yeah you can move through friendly characters you can get that space i'd say you can get there with your movement for sure okay i'm i'm doing it uh let's 
going to attack uh, just so you can see it. I'm going to put it in here. It's 20 plus 4. So that's a 20. That's a dirty 20. Oh. Yeah, that's going to hit. It's going to hit, folks. Cool. And then it is. Yeah, house fights are the worst. So enclosed. Nine damage with my. Nine slashing damage with my rapier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you come hoofing across, kind of bounding over Brent, filling that one open void of uh, a usable space between uh, your party and the mean lock. And then uh, what, what kind of, you have a, a rapier, is that what you said? Yeah. And you're able to yeah. just come down and slice and you disconnect all of its pinchers in one swoop. And then you get an uppercut kind of opening itself up and it falls mm. down in, uh, in front of you all ending combat. And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Mm. Nice. Sorry, that's for Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Save that one. Save that for Thursday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the ring before anybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> I see this happening, uh, and I allow it because I like it. Yeah, I so a check for traps. <laughs> yeah. You now, now that it's like lying there, giving its last little twitches of life. You see some remnants of human form there. You see that claw has been fused together. What used to be five fingers is now fused into one um, big piece of the uh, the lower claw, and then the thumb has elongated itself and made the uh, the pincher itself. So, and that ring is buried within. Uh, so you'd have to do a little bit of mining there, um, but. I mean, All right, I'm gonna get my bib a, out. Yeah, yeah, get the the shell crackers, a uh, little Just lemon, a little, uh, butter, a little butter, garlic. Uh, but it's not precision to get just this ring off. But you do have to break through some of it, its its body itself, and and pull it out. And it does look exactly like the ring in uh, Billy Esquire's painting of uh, you know what? that woman down below. You know what, everybody? I'm just gonna say it. That was a shit artist. It doesn't look anything like that lady. <laughs> You do see some remnants of clothes that have kind of been, uh, you've all seen that picture where that bike was leaned up against a tree and the tree kind of engulfs it. Uh, same kind of thing. The clothes have kind of been engulfed by this, this chitinous armor. Uh, you know, you do see some remnants of hair, some, some of the clothes there, um, but definitely not recognizable outside of that. So what happened to her guys? Uh, probably that spore. <laughs> That's not funny. I, I don't know, but she seems like a real crab to me. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why people would turn into creatures like this other than a world of magic. You think it was this ring? <laughs> or I mean, is it the whole it. town? Well, anyone know about these things? Looking at the druid. <laughs> I'm looking well, at this you. This doesn't look very natural. But uh, first thing I think is going to happen is Arthur's going to snap out of his uh, black-eyed mode kind of thing and kind of look uh, disoriented and not know what happened. Uh, he definitely doesn't know why this thing's dead now. Um, but I-, I could take a shot of taking a look at it if you guys want. Okay. Um, 
what would you like me to do to try to like investigate or look at this uh like animal thing um let, nature i could make a Dude. history i could do um nature or history uh let me see if it's something natural and something that i have seen uh is this minus one because of my eyeball i don't think it matters because no i, I think i think you've had enough help that it's this is more recalling information than uh okay than then a, i without a minus one i rolled a strong six <laughs> uh it's escaping you exactly what this could be you're the only thing that like you're going through the files within your your brain the synapses are firing and it keeps going back to crabs ocean and then it kind of stops there it's like you're nowhere near an ocean why would this thing yeah. be here i know i'll also add that i think i'm just too uh scared right now to figure it out and just be backing way and who cares what it is uh maybe we should get out of here guys people well, we, we have to go bury her mm. do we uh, i was thinking that looks like good eats that's crab meat <laughs> i mean it's good to reuse and all that stuff so if you want to as soon as you say that i lop off an arm and i throw it on my counts as large back <laughs> for later <laughs> use <laughs> Um, what door would you say that this thing came out of? Because you said it came out uh, of something, the, right? the upper right. This one? Do we yeah. want to just take a look in real quick and see what's going on in that room, maybe? After Not you, a bad idea. Not after me. I'll, I'll go. go first. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Make sure not to check for traps. Yeah, that's the theme here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so as you enter this room... Uh, you see a tall chest of drawers made of dark wood in the corner across from the door. Farther into the room, a small desk sits between two windows with a large bed uh, to the left of it. The sheets and blankets on the bed are rumpled. One moth-eaten pillow lies on the floor beside it, uh, the other on the mattress where it belongs. Hmm. I like to I search take... this room. Go ahead, sorry, take... sorry, go ahead, I... I take the sheet off the bed and I hand it to Jambard for additional <laughs> cold insulation. All right. Yeah. As you do that, uh, and you kind of like give it the, 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 the whip to, to uh -oh. straighten it out and wrap it around. You see, uh, flying through the air. Um, no, <laughs> a little, uh -oh. a little stuffed toy version of snard kind of flying through the air. Uh, it's full of holes. Stuffing is kind of flying out of it as it's is floating in the air. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's the real not mystery begins now. It's not actually snarred, but it is a bugbear. There's oh, a stuffed bugbear toy. Oh my god! Uh, I oh. mean, I love it, and I, I immediately <laughs> abandon giving you the blanket. Just I it. toss to the ground. I pick it up and I hug it. Can you can you um, squeeze it and see if there's anything inside of it? Just a little squeaker, just. No, it's alive. Uh, you do, you do, you can tell these holes are made by rodents. Um, oh, uh, kind well, of he has rat friends. Been chewing on it as it's been sitting here. Oh He's just like me. He makes friends everywhere he goes. Snard dolls, yeah. Um, but you could tell this was uh, with that and some of the uh, other um, furnishings in this room. You can tell this was a child's room. Oh. 
With that in mind, I just want to put it forward that much like a truck that has the inexplicable Snoopy and or Winnie the Pooh tied to the grill of it, Snard now wears this tiny stuffed bugbear around a chain on his neck. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. So Arthur, I, I Arthur you can see into this open room down there. Oh, okay. Uh, shelves filled with books line the walls. Uh, looks like a library. Four winged back chairs, same as down below. Sit around a low table in the center of the room. The wide bank of windows in the south wall afford a panoramic view of the dilapidated houses beyond the twisting branches of the tree in the front yard. Um, so I, I'm assuming you guys would have told us about the because we weren't there for the painting, right? So um, you yeah, guys would have... uh, I think Jam has it, so it's <laughs> just carry it around. Kind so. of a... I was going to use it in the moment and show it to show it to the crab and be like, what are you now? <laughs> like, anyway, because um, I guess it, it might be safe to say that this might be what happened to the town. These uh, weird crab things that I have no idea what they are because I rolled a six. <laughs> like, uh, I, should we report this to somebody or let people know that this is what happened to them? Probably. I'm wondering how and why. Um, the mystery. And I'm starting to regret holding on to these pieces of ore and, and the oh, ring. You, <laughs> I, you got four? It was probably some sort of lesson about greed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and first ore. Yeah. You so so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually throw those two items on the at my feet. Okay. And <laughs> take a take a step back and say. Is there any way any of you guys could check for some magic in 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 this the platinum that's that's coming out of the ground here? Something that, that might be causing uh, uh, these things. Claire says, "Yeah, I can do that." Oh, go for it. Okay. Um, um, and so Claire bluffs and just sort of just chants <laughs> over them. Okay. Uh, oh God. Okay. If you want to do a, a real check, it'd be if you're looking for something magical, Arcana. If you're just doing. Uh, a fake a Rooney, you can give me a performance think, check. Yeah, yeah, something okay. more. Uh, how how viable is it? All right, yeah, give me a performance check then. Yeah, so depending on how good this is, I might buy this or cast the tech magic, which I have. So <laughs> let me see. Uh, yeah, that you, is. Yeah. You're selling it pretty good, and uh, you come up with a pretty decent explanation. Uh, and uh, yeah, in my my best uh, witchy old lady kind of vibes, like <laughs> they're cursed. Oh my god. And I kind of back away and look really afraid of them. Um, I think I'm going to turn towards Brent and say, did you get that from somewhere here in the house? Or is there, and actually, is there a mine that we, this is out of character. Did we see a mine at all when we were walking into town? Like a hole? Or like, um, did we see any holes? You, yeah, were there any holes? Is you, this Dugan's hole? You like, did not. You did see on the other side of the this manor, a trail leading out of town that uh, you didn't you didn't really make it to that side of the town, but you did see a road head that way. Um, so it's worth a worth a worth a check, I think. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, we our options here are either we go back and report all this, or uh, like what Brent said, we try to figure out what happened. Maybe check out this this pathway, maybe towards the mine. Uh, I should say. Arthur, when you were looking in that library, there were uh, some open books on the table, uh, kind of uh, open with some pads of paper around them, kind of in a 
just kind of strewn about on that table. With my good eye, I will look at what's open on the table. <laughs> Uh, you see several open books on the table. Uh, you see notes scribbled on, bits of paper stuck between their pages. Um, some of the topics, just at first glance, are, are physical and emotional trauma, nightmares, uh, mysterious disappearances. Um, there's a book about the Feywild and uh, some of its uh, creatures. Um and in that book, you see written in uh, what is kind of a, a shaky handwriting. Could this be the answer? You see that note written there. I am proficient in shaky handwriting, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take this note back to the group and say like, um, "Hey guys, I think someone else was looking into this before we got here." And is it the book that's it's scrawled on? Well, it, no, it's on a sheet of paper tucked in the book. And as you uh, kind of turn to that page, you do see a. Uh, an illustration of something that is much like that mean lock that you just encountered. Okay, so I will grab that and run it over to the group to show them, like, hey, this this looks like it's the answer, and it literally says this could be the answer. So I'll show it to everyone. <laughs> what makes you think this could be the answer? This, and I'll point towards the sign that says this could be the answer. Yeah. You could have written that right now. <laughs> Arthur doesn't know how to write. Oh, <laughs> I never learned to read. <laughs> uh, I'm too, I'm too in awe of Jambar Joby to correct her. I can't write now. That's that one time she punched me was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that one time she punched me was awesome. <laughs> I know. So I will show the, I will show the picture of the mean log and say like, it looks like um, they were studying kind of the Feywild and, and nightmares. Uh, this all could be connected. And there's, Next to that picture, there's a bunch of like text. Oh, which you can explaining what this yeah. thing is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, in my best DM voice, I will read it. DM, <laughs> if you want to, uh, read it. yeah. So if you, it. if you want to take a second mm -hmm. to uh, uh, read this page, you find um, information about these creatures. Uh, reading that uh, they are corrupted fae creatures that can spontaneously manifest in response to fear in places where uh, the border between um, the, the ethereal plane ethereal plane, and the Feywild is thin. Uh, mean locks create more of their kind by transforming humanoids through a process of psychic torment that takes hours or days. Uh, they live in subterranean nests, and they're sensitive to bright light and can sense shadows and darkness. Okay, so as it goes, and darkness, and I'll, I'll finish saying it. Um, it sounds like there might be a nest of mean locks in this town. Um, is is that something that we we care about? I'm gonna see if anyone will come out. We need to get out of here. Who? What? Who are we saving? People, you know, like this is an empty town. No, thank you. I, I mean, they they do smell like good eating. I could be persuaded. It, I'm up to whatever y'all want to do, but I like killing things. I do a lot. I'm going to look at Cool Kid Jam and see what <laughs> Cool Kid Jam's going to do, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm pressure. not going to check for traps, and I'm going to open up this door. <laughs> oh, me neither. Uh, trap, trap checking is stupid. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to follow. <laughs> <laughs> that's for losers. You're cool, Arthur. 
That's why we wear, uh, we wear pink on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's where my thought process is going. Up with character like that. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'll. I'll. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna find some. Traps don't exist. Um, this room's pretty empty except for a bed and a fireplace. Looks like a spare bedroom, guest bedroom. Uh, very cold and has this air of loneliness about it. Uh, and it kind of like brings about that that coldness that you're feeling, Jam, as you first step in here. Kind of uh, reaffirms that chill in your bones. I'm angry. I checked the fireplace. Uh, this one's pretty bare. Okay. No, no, no logs showing. No signs of a. Uh, oh my god. Any kind of burn. I look under the bed. Dust bunnies, rodent, rodent poo. Damn it. Okay. Dust bunnies. Is that another thing that can kill us? <laughs> it's your turn, Arthur. You can do it. It's your time now. Uh, it's I'm your time. Meekly go over here and open this door without checking for traps. <laughs> because we don't have that kind of time. Uh, exactly, exactly. You see in this room a double bed uh, mm -hmm. sitting beneath oh. a window along the far wall. Okay. Fireplace occupies one corner, and a window looks out onto the front yard. This uh, this room shows a little bit more uh, of a an adult like presence, uh, more of master master bedroom vibes. Uh, but doing the same kind of checks, we don't we don't see any signs of a a mean lock nest anywhere. Uh, not in here, in but on the mantle, you do see a bunch of a pile of crumpled half written letters on the fireplace mantle. Piece. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and grab those. Yeah, and open and uncrumple these balls. Uh, a quick look, um, you can see these are uh, letters meant to be mailed out, beseeching other settlements for help. Uh, there's a completed letter addressed to the mayor of Marin. Uh, it's stuffed in an envelope and sealed shut with a bright red wax seal embossed with an ornate snowdrop blossom. Uh, you can see the sticks of sealing wax and other colors of uh, wells and quills, ink and uh, paper. Um, and you see the journal of Mayor Lay Duvisin. Ooh, a burn book. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that book and open it. <laughs> yeah. So if we want to take the time to read through it, um, which I think we are, the journal chronicles the disaster at the mine a disaster at the mine, and the village anguish at so many victims. The village's anguish at so many victims. The mayor recounts the rescue efforts in the following days and how they had to stop the search due to fears of more cavens if they attempted to remove any more of the rubble. Even with miners still missing, uh, she writes of villagers gone missing in the night, of her helplessness, and of stubbornly staying on, determined to find the missing villagers, while Tifra and their two children, Tavin and Nia, evacuated to Marin. The last few pages speak of the mayor's nightmares and her creeping fear and waking in the night, soaked in sweat, with lingering screams echoing in her ears. You know, it sounds like the people stayed here and really soaked it up when what they needed was aid. Marin needed aid. Some real marinade. I knew it was coming. Oh my actual god. Um, I would like to pick the ring up that Brent threw on the ground and put it into the pouch of the, the things that now belong to deceased people that <laughs> okay. we're taking back yeah. to, to yeah. Marin, mm -hmm. um, along with the, the painting that I will find the children and give to them of their mother. 
Okay. You know what? We're gonna be real sad when we. It turns out we kill one thing, and all these crab people revert to normal. And meanwhile, there's just yeah. dead crab yeah. people everywhere as we eviscerate them. Yep. <laughs> yes. But they might be beyond uh, our help. Who knows? Yeah. But um. Yeah. But yeah, it, it sounds like um, this uh, nest is at the at the mine. So again, I asked, uh, should we take care of this? Oh, is this our is that our, is our problem? <laughs> question mark. Yeah, question mark. Hey, How... can't we just report what we found? I mean, we have enough, right? We have enough to go on. I agree. To with report that. this back to uh, Candlekeep. Should we take a vote? <laughs> 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 yeah um i think maybe we should take a vote i mean i mean claire will probably head back no matter what okay so yeah maybe we yeah i guess we could go back and report it um i i vote for reporting it I think that's what people seem to want to do. I'll, I'll do whatever. I like killing things, but I'll report it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it sounds like the safest thing is just to get out here and report it. So maybe we, sh we should head back out. <laughs> Sorry, no. we're just shit posting. Yeah, we're <laughs> Discord is blowing up, folks. So it's all that's happening. Right? It's just shit posting. I, I mean, we're at that point in the night where there's a crossroads. I'll see, Maybe I'll grab see. this this ore chunk again, because <laughs> I don't want to leave again empty-handed. Okay. Even though I well, do want to like, leave. It seems like folks want to go back to Marin, and although I just want to kick down more doors without checking for traps, I will follow because we are a party. That's right. So. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Okay. So let's let's head back with the info that we have. Mm -hmm. Not to mention. We can negotiate better things for coming back and taking care of that nest sometime. Yeah, at least we know what happened, so we can tell uh, Lucas and that plant killer uh, about what <laughs> happened. I, it's actually I don't remember her name, but yeah, um, we can we can let them know what happened to their family at least. Mm -hmm. Astro. Yeah, they're, they're crabs now. It's okay. Candlekeep mystery solved. <laughs> We didn't solve anything. We've made more mysteries. Oh, yeah, we made more mysteries. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. I feel really good about this. Pat's tiny self on chest. We're, we're going to go there and they're going to be like, you owe us money because you found more <laughs> mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if I heard correctly, you're heading back to Marin, mm -hmm. delivering yes. this information, and then making a new plan. All right. So you head out of this, this uh, stately manor, head back through town, and those same whispers are coming through at a at a heightened pace all of you now are seeing things out of the corner of your eye that you can never get a an exact glimpse of they're there for a second and go all of you are hearing footsteps breaking twigs and, and crumpling leaves in the distance but you you make your way through the town and heading back down the uh, mountain And you uh, make, after you get back into Marin late at night, there is a single light on in the tavern. Uh, the board weasel. 
I assume I'm going to kind of push you guys in there. You guys enter, and you see just Lucas there kind of cleaning up, putting up chairs, uh, sweeping, wiping things down. Luke, my man, we got some news for you. Mm-hmm. Well, also, can you cook crab? And I take <laughs> the giant yeah, thing and I slam arm. it down on the... Oh my on well, you guys are back uh, sooner than I thought, if at all. I thought I'd never <laughs> see you all again. Pull out the locket, and I hand it to Lucas. And I say, we put the flower on our grave. Feel free to cry and give us lots of gold now. <laughs> you, <laughs> you see his face, uh, which is usually like... Um, Filled with, you know, like lines of concentration and furrowing of the brow and some crow's feet around. Kind of relax. And, and he takes a concerted moment there, like an, a, a, a long pause, a breath. And, and you can see wells of, of tears start to build up there. Uh, none yes. fall. Delicious but his, his eyes do get a little glossy. Well, I catch a tear, I rub it on the crab. Perfect soul. Perfect soul. Uh, <laughs> well, I must thank you all. And you could tell he's got like a, a choke in his voice. He's got a little frog in his throat. That is a mighty fun deed of all of you to make sure that happened for me. And I know my wife was thanking you somewhere. Now, I must ask, what did you find? In those ruins of Roman the arm. Well, uh, we learned that lots of people turned into delicious crab. Um, the mm. angry, mean crab, M E E N specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be a faction of villagers who are hidden somewhere that's what we found whenever this woman and i pull out the photograph of her Uh, (laughs) you may recognize one of billy e's earlier pieces billy e E, i like it um yeah uh, i do recognize that is the former mayor of vermilion mayor duvison well she nearly did us in well yeah she she does deserve some of our adoration and accolades for holding you know you know the saying the captain goes down with the ship you say that as as he says adoration i slowly take the crab claw off the counter and put it back <laughs> behind me <laughs> oh shit uh she stood her post what looks like to be longer than anybody else yeah, and at this moment, I'll pull out the journal as well, just to be like, oh, we know, and I will give him the journal to well, keep and read. And... You have made it further than anybody before. This is uh, valuable information. But I must ask, what do we do now? What do we do now? I think we should find... The potential hidden villagers. Well, I can guarantee they are no longer to be found. From the looks of this journal, as he was kind of peering through it, they are probably long transformed. 
into one of these uh, fake creatures. Wow, you're a real pessimist. Uh, After I brought back the locket and everything. Uh, he kind of leans forward again, and uh, I am a realist, I think, might be the better term. It's been 70 years since those villagers would have been alive. I don't think they would have been kept you know, with great hospitality in their mind. It's been 84 years. Well, I think we could gather up a few folks, maybe head up there and uh, do some house cleaning, house mm-hmm. cleaning up and uh, yeah, see what comes at, of that, maybe. At least you have the knowledge that um, you know what you're going to be fighting and possibly, uh, you know. The knowledge and the hands and he kind of he looks at all five of you oh yeah also as a mini retcon i forgot what our original goal was i'm gonna slowly take the book back so i can bring <laughs> it back to uh candle keep yeah the, I... the original goal was to figure out what the heck's going on up there just so, so um... candle keep has like mm-hmm. a, a historic facts rather than these uh, tall tales that keep being uh kind of uh, alluded to I mean, this so, was yeah. not, this was not a piece of fiction. This was something that really happened. So, Candlekeep wanted factual information, and so I, as I, I think you've done about, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna take them. Like, I'll just take this back. Thank you, and I'll put the book back <laughs> as a uh, knowledge. Uh, also, simultaneously, I'm scooping that crab leg back, and I ask Lucas. <laughs> so, uh, you, you know of any like homespun remedies for friends' eyes weeping blood mysteriously? Oh, yeah. mm. I was just about to ask. Yeah, that's... I noted I didn't want to say anything, but uh, (laughs) let me see. Um, Did you talk to Astra outside? I mean, I know she's closed up shop for today, but, uh, you know, maybe in the morning you can ask her. She's uh, she's one with all those plants, and she might know more about it myself, no. That's my first stop in the morning. Because uh, we have, what, negative five days. Negative four days. <laughs> and then after Based that, yeah. we can all head back up there with our torches and pitchforks and clear that out, yes? Yeah. Yes. You're not in that so big of totally. a hurry. Yeah, super, super willing to do that for sure. <laughs> Everyone pack back, pack back quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, gripping the book that I found. Like, yes, uh, we totally want to stay here longer than we need to. And then we'll hold the book. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to kind of... Uh, we're getting to the point in the night, folks, where we begin to yeah. wrap this up. I think we collectively decided in our Discord chat we were going to forego the final battle. But fear not. So you as the party returned to... Uh, Marin gave that information, gave uh, relaxed Lucas's heart and some of his, uh, you know, maybe his regrets of uh, not being able to save his wife. You uh, alleviated some of that pain. You've delivered this information in some sort of order. You're going to 
I would imagine the party would do a couple things. One, you're going to return to Candlekeep. You're going to give them the facts. You're going to give them the journal of the mayor and kind of get some uh, actual recorded history of Vermilion. Secondly, you would go with some, uh, some backup, backup to Vermilion and, and clear it of those, um, those mean locks, finding that there was a cave-in in the mine. And there was some more transformed villagers. There were some mean locks that look nothing like, that have zero resemblance to a human form, meaning some sort of uh, original fae that started this transformation. Okay. You do not find any, any uh, passageway to the fae wild, as that must have been uh, long covered up in the cave-ins in the uh, platinum mines. But what happens with vermilion as you uh, uh, rid it of this, uh, these diseased mean locks, vermilion begins to produce again. Uh, new villagers make settlement there. It begins to uh, flourish again and produce the, the platinum, staying away from the caved inside. Um, eventually, word gets out to the mayor's uh, children. And they make their way back up, setting, uh, you know, kind of taking back, not taking back, but uh, uh, residing where their mother once did and, and looking over the town of Vermilion. And it, it becomes a, not a destination, but it becomes definitely uh, um, a thing of, of lore, of questioning, but it also becomes like a, uh, almost a retreat being high up in the mountains and, uh, all is, all is well at that point. Also the local inn has amazing crabby Rangoon, <laughs> endless supply. They don't know where they it's get it. It's definitely, yeah. uh, on the menu, uh, for a while, but that is going to wrap it up for our uh, our campaign our part two of deep and creeping darkness the ad fourth adventure in the Candlekeep mysteries sorry it took so long to get the the second half of this played but i do want to say thank you to the players for like sticking in there hanging in there and uh and waiting it out until we found a uh, an open night to do that uh, i appreciate it this is a stellar group of players uh making my dm job uh not job but uh the Making Herbitude. it fun to DM. Yes, uh, very, very much. Um, thank you to those that donated. Uh, Guava Jaguar, thank you so much. Uh, Quincy, thank you for the follow. Let's see, we got Robo Raygun resubscribed for 11 months. He's almost a one-year-old. Uh, Frendon, thank you for the gifted subs. Thank you for the donations of channel points. All of those things. Make sure I didn't miss any other donations. I did not. Uh, thank you uh, so much. Yeah, no, wait, no one fixed the eye rot. Yeah, you're all blind. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, let's, let's, we need to get a, uh, that you talk to Astra and she, she definitely knows the remedy, knows how to get some ointment, uh, made. Uh, it's another day or two as the, the most closest swamp is, uh, you know, a day away. But with that coming in, bright flowers, eye bright flowers come in, ointment is made. Uh, it's a couple day recovery, but uh, uh, you all make it back uh, no worse for wear. <laughs> so there we are. Uh, 
we didn't want to leave that hanging out there. What, my eyeball? <laughs> but again, thank you everybody for hanging out. This is uh, Featherfall Tabletop. Check out our sponsors down below. If you need coffee or dice, check out Roll20.net for your virtual tabletop needs. Oh, that was a mouthful. We will be back on Wednesday for our Descent Novernus. We are in the final end game of that. Uh, there's probably five or six more uh, episodes of that. And then, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it, uh, we will Boiler. have we will have Tomb of Annihilation taking Ugh. place in that Wednesday slot. That will be Featherfall Tabletop's second playthrough of that. So that will be uh, that's going to be great. Um, um, tons of stuff happening uh, even through these uh, <laughs> through the summer summer months. Uh, so check us out. Join our Discord. Thank you, Robo. Join our Discord. That's going to get you up to date with everything that we're doing. Uh, but again, I say thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us tonight, and we will see you on the next one, all right? Bye. With that, we wave. We wave. Bye.